And we're live again at Spitting Seeds okay, Podcast. Uh, stop. Re run it. Why? You said we're live again. <laughs> they don't know that we just cut the first one? Because I said the wrong name. Oh, it's a good intro, I though. Yeah. What did you say? I said, welcome to SGC Podcast. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would be awkward if, we actually, if people actually knew that you said that. Yeah, but now they don't know. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but no, uh, we got, my name is Vasily. Ravim. And Mario is back. Okay. We can't hear you. Rome Jerome Simpson. I had to clean the soda pop off the table. Where did no. you come up with that, Rome Jerome Simpson? Yeah. I don't think there's any Once character. Once upon a time. On the Simpsons that. Um, I didn't come up with it, actually. I think I think the original uh, inventor or the guy originator of this, of the. Nickname. Nickname was Dav Glav. David David Glavatsky. Dave Glav is respect to Dave Glav, bro. I respect Dave Glav. He is a respected young man. Yeah. He just like come out, come out. Are you just saying that because you want to close the deal with him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'm buying my house. <laughs> Sell your soul. <laughs> and he said, let's wait a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can't wait a little bit. No, but before the, before we start. Time is now. <laughs> so right now you seen the interest rates? The time to buy real estate is now. <laughs> no, but before we're talking about this, and we're discussing is buying... Oh, we're going to we, jump into this? Yeah, that's... A, uh, well, set the scene, dude. So Mario wants to buy... Wait, hold on. <laughs> Let him set the scene. What if she doesn't... Okay. Oh, she knows. Okay. Yeah, she knows you guys talked about it. Yeah, that's true. And she's and not going to listen to this anyway. She's not going to listen to this. But I'm like super humble, you know, so I don't want like... Oh, know. yeah, that's true. No, everybody knows you have money. No, but I'm, I'm humble, though. Yeah, you're you like know? a humble rich guy. I want people <laughs> to know that I'm humble. But, so we were talking about... Mario buying a Louis bag for Hold on. Anna. Full disclosure, Anna. I don't know if it's Louis. It's one of them. But it's, it's, one, of the, one of the expensive, expensive brand name purses for Anna. Is a good... Anna is my wife, just to clarify. Okay. Significant either. Is a good... Uh, not waste, but good money is spending. Is it a good waste of money? Good spending of money. Not waste of money. Is a good spending she of money. She told me it's an investment. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know a little bit about investing, <laughs> and they never covered the the, the Gucci purse. You know? That never came up in Dave Ramsey's. Uh, if you want to make money, you flip Gucci purses. <laughs> you buy a retail and then resell it again. <laughs> Roman, what do you think? Do you think it's a good purchase? Um, your, your, wife's gonna, your, your wife's gonna listen to this. If my wife's gonna listen to this, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> 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 no, what's a, dude? Roman, depends. Look, depends what you're trying to look. I, I, we talked about this earlier. I'm down to get something nice, say for the wife, for you, for like celebratory gift. I'm not down for the flash. It's just me, my personal opinion. I don't want to be that guy with the freaking fat ass, fat butt, Gucci belt, <laughs> freaking flashy, some Louboutin, not Louboutins. Those are some. Nice, nice shoes. <laughs> he's like, shoes he said, I'm for, down for, for the women. <laughs> he said, I'm down for those shoes. <laughs> no, those are for those are for the females, for females. But um, I'm not down for all that flashy stuff. I think she would appreciate something like more. Um, what kind of shirt are you wearing right now? <laughs> oh, this shirt, this shirt's <laughs> this shirt's branded, bro. <laughs> random letters on it. I got this shirt for cheap. What does that pri- the tag say? What 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 brand is it? It has a J, dude. But what does the the actual tag say? It's an Oakley shirt. Oakley. Yeah, but I only got it for twenty five bucks. What if Mario gets the purse on sale? If you get the purse on sale, still, dude. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not a look you want. Not a look you want. What if I get it? What if I get it for twenty five bucks? Perfect. Twenty five bucks for what? The purse. 
Huh? I just happened <laughs> to come across this purse for 25 bucks. Okay, yeah, sure. If you can resell it. But still, for that image, don't do it. I would not view the But I think the, the purse. I, view, I think the purse and the big old Gucci buckle belt is different. No, that brand. Say. Well, is a Gucci name the brand? Is a Gucci bag? Do you know the brand of the bag that you I think d- you're gonna get? I just said I don't remember if it was. Uh, is one. I'm of pretty the, sure it's not Gucci. It was one of the more uh, you know luxury or you know. Yeah, one, one of the more sure, rip-off brands uh, that yeah, people they, just flaunt. But I'm pretty to. sure it's not gonna have a bunch of like you know just Gucci name across there. I think it was just the whole thing. The whole purse is actually a big G. It's like in the shape of a G. Oh God, dude, please, God. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, no, dude, you've changed. <laughs> no, it's a good investment. And it, it's, it's bright changed, green bro. and it has actually a flashing light. <laughs> and just the, the logo flashes <laughs> and it has a little microphone. It goes Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Every every time you walk by someone, it says three K. <laughs> That's what I'm all really about. <laughs> no, look at me. I'm here. No, dude, my thing look, is, I need more attention. I think if you can afford it, I think it's obnoxious when you know the person can't afford it <laughs> and they buy it on like payments. Which is a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, which is it sucks, but I think that's what it is. But I think, I think in Mario's situation, he's working and is working. Both got Big careers, sp- making money. They're not, and they're not like a spendy people. It's not like they have fifteen of these purses just to flash. They've been working at it for five years, and now they're like, "Hey, maybe I should get one purse." I think that's very reasonable. If yeah. if they had I think I think Anna's actually trying to like guilt me into buying it because I just bought myself like a brand new F one fifty. So you buy himself a truck that he doesn't yeah, but need. That's what he needs. <laughs> he bought a truck. It's an investment. <laughs> Mario is a nurse, <laughs> but he bought a pickup truck. <laughs> it's to help it's to help him to and help Anna with her business. And he justified it. And he justified. No, because it's not for him. It's not for the business because Dude, you already got is. her a gift. The truck. Yeah. <laughs> it's for her business. How I know it's not for it's not for her business because he said he went he went to help disassemble the wedding yesterday. It was Saturday, and on Monday at three p.m. he's going to a masseuse to fix his back. <laughs> so you know he's not going to be doing a lot of disassembling of the weddings because the pr- chiropractor is going to be the logistics on behind the operation <laughs> transportation. Right, let's, let's do a vote. If should Mario buy a. Well, you didn't hear. Any, you didn't hear anybody else's opinions. They're just so rude. Oh, I heard mine. That's enough. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go. Who? I he guess said, we did. Mar. We did vices. He said, "Like, okay, go." Kind of like we don't care what you have to say, but go ahead and say it. Make it short. <laughs> say it so we can vote. Damn it! Dang it! Okay, and I think everyone should like room. Like, you have to give a disclosure if you own anything that's like Gucci. Ding. Hey, but he's, Kay, but Kay, he's married to a mom with you. No, no. Okay. So I feel full, like full disclosure. Uh, for th- my wedding, I did buy myself some Gucci shoes. Dang. But oh, I was bro. just like, that's a wedding. You're different, dude. Yeah. You're already corrupted. But, and but, if you're getting married to Momochooks, you kind of have to. <laughs> like, what are you going to pull up with, like, all those shoes? You're like, oh, what the flip? JC they call Penny. off the wedding. Th- those are my backup. I I agree with Vasha. I think it's more of like, it, if you sort of both agree on it, no one's against it, you worked hard, why not? I mean, I get Roman's perspective. I have a friend like that. He's like, bro. Yeah, you can't you just ever... play both sides, bro. No, no, no. I'm saying. It, Dude, it's I have his a fr- opinion. I, I have it's a friend time. that's like Roman that's like, yo, even if you got me something, I wouldn't rock. Like, that's whack. That's not me. But I, but I. <laughs> no, there's no <laughs> way. C- I would not C- do C- it. <laughs> not the buckle belt. Not <laughs> the buckle belt. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't do it even if you paid me. I probably Dang. wouldn't. You wouldn't rock it. the buckle belt, but Depends if your wife got a purse. If your wife got a purse, she would rock it. 
if someone go got my wife, yeah, a Gucci Roman purse, can't speak for his wife. No, if someone got not my a wife Gucci, a Gucci, let's say purse, a brand name purse, I'd probably make fun of her, and she wouldn't. No, let's say not Gucci, because I think Gucci it. maybe has like the, a, a whole another level of like negative connotation. Yeah, but say an expensive purse. Say what yeah. kind of purse? Balenciaga. Yeah, and you don't know what it is. Let's I don't say, know if they make purses though. Let's say uh, an expensive purse doesn't have a huge logo. I would sell it. I don't know what I would. You would rock it. I if wouldn't rock it. If her parents bought her a two grand purse, she would rock it. I think Roman her parents are smart. I think so Roman they would not would even rock say it. Her parents for Christmas got her a, a three grand purse. It doesn't have a big Gucci logo on it, but just it's a three grand purse. She would rock it, and you'd be like, yo, it she was a wouldn't. gift. I would make fun of her. She wouldn't I, rock it, and her, second of all, her parents would not buy her because they're smart parents. She you, probably wouldn't rock it, but I think Roman would rock it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't touch it. I would burn it it's in a my satchel. in the back. Yeah. It's a satchel. Get back to Ruben. Yeah, stop interrupting Ruben. No, basically, do it, Mario. <laughs> it's worth it. It might, it, might, it might not be worth it. You could obviously I invest th- it and it'll you know, grow. And I think Mario can afford I think, it. I think it's good to enjoy the fruits of our labor. You're assuming a lot. Amen. I agree to that. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, that's sort of the... And some people enjoy the fruits of their labor by buying an expensive purse. That they're like, hey, I know this is way too expensive, but I freaking work for five years. And this is like a money that's like, I know it's almost being wasteful. But I, no, I want to afford. Almost, it is. It's wasteful. an investment. <laughs> you can flip it. See if that's the reason I'm gonna say no <laughs> for the investment purposes. And it showed otherwise. me some Chanel purse that was like made in 1980, and like it cost you know like three hundred dollars when it came out, and now they're worth like twenty k. She's like, see, <laughs> see, this is our retirement. <laughs> you gotta buy more of these. <laughs> Can't argue with that. So I, I will say this. Just, I guess. Think of, think about who you want to look like, Mario, <laughs> and then make a decision. I want to be an Instagram influencer. <laughs> That's true. Then buy it. <laughs> Boom, easy. <laughs> you and Eric can go <laughs> chill wherever you want. I'm not specifying which one. It can be can be a lot of them. <laughs> I'm kidding. What? <laughs> no, moving on. Good topics. Yeah, that's what we covered. So Mario, Dang, off, you have the off vote. To the races, huh? You have uh, Ruben and Vasily voting uh, for purchase for yeah. the purchase. Okay. Well, speaking of gifts and all that, and uh, if you uh, this is our Christmas episode, and uh, by low chances, if you're gonna listen to this, probably you, not. you owe me like sushi or something. <laughs> and it does not listen to anything I do. None of our I- wives ever does listen not support to this. anything I do really. <laughs> I don't know why I'm buying her except, the purse. Except buying the purse. Yeah. <laughs> but she's been very supportive of me buying say, the purse. I can say all sorts of things. She'll never hear it. Um, is this too. our like late Thanksgiving or early Christmas episode? Early Christmas. Early Christmas. Okay. Because so. we're talking about buying gifts. Okay. Because there's a Christmas tree here. I actually have no idea. What uh, are we actually recording live? Yeah, we are. It's not oh, live, yeah. but it's well, being recorded. The video? Okay. Well, It's right. live, dude. Christmas live. tree. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh... We didn't even Happy play. holidays for those who do not subscribe to Christmas. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> I just wanted to, I was thinking about it earlier today, and I was like, you know, whatever happened, you know, and this happened year after year after year for you know, a long time, but every year when Starbucks would come out with the coffee, the Starbucks cup, the, you know, the Christmas and then holiday cup, and people would lose their minds, and they boycott, you know, I'm never buying Starbucks <laughs> again in my life. And then in January, you see them there buying coffee and then rinse, repeat, you know, every December. Whatever happened to that? People just, like, give up the fight or are tired of being hypocrites or what? Oh, like the boycotting. Uh, yeah. Like boycotting. Star- that used to be a big, like, trendy thing to do. Yeah. Or, like, you they know. got like you the follows. Now there's more things to worry about. Apple mm-hmm. gives, you know, Apple gives money to this charity which supports LGBTQ. I'm boycotting Apple. 
and then they'll try a Samsung phone for a couple months and make dang this really sucks, <laughs> and then they go back to the iPhone. No, yeah, I think people realize year after year that you're like, yeah, I'm still gonna buy Starbucks, I'm still gonna buy Apple. So <laughs> like, why why bring it up? I'm not that strong of a person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think at the end of the day, if you're gonna boycott Starbucks, I think the argument is that you have to then. You, if you're gonna boycott Starbucks, you have to boycott every organization that supports it, and then at the end of the day, you're gonna be you know planting your own potatoes because every single one of these organizations is gonna have some sort of donation. What's wrong with that? Belief that you don't believe that you're gonna have to kind of. It's one of those things either you go in all in or out. Let's say, like you said, if you try to boycott Starbucks, but then you buy Apple products, and it's like, okay, so are you just against Starbucks or you're against LGBT? Q or whatever. They're just and trying to feel important. That's really all it is. I think it's like a, a different level of like virtue signaling. Like, look at me. I'm not going to drink yeah. Starbucks again like for like a Gucci week. Like thing, the purse <laughs> thing we talked about earlier. I think you have more issues <laughs> not with uh, purses. I think you have issues w- more with buckles. <laughs> huh? No. I just have issues with the branded stuff. That's what I have issues with. But you're wearing an Oakley shirt. Yeah. But it's nowhere on my shirt. It's just a nice flannel. Right, but, but you overpaid if, for a shirt. If, what if the purse... I literally could pull up the receipt okay, and tell okay. you I did not. But by your logic, if I can get this purse and it's not flashy and I got it for a really good deal, no, I should I buy it. No, I said do it. Really? Yeah, do it. If you, you get it for cheap, do it. Are you gonna and then f- only to resell it. Are you going <laughs> to resell the wear sh- it. Are you going to resell the shirt? No, but it's not... You can't see the brand. Yeah, but, but you can't but see the, the brand Gucci, on the purse either. You can. What if it's a purse that doesn't have any branding on it? It's just like a very simple, like, subtle... Then it's not going to be three racks. You will be. Uh, the high level, yeah. That's the whole point. Only the branded purses are freaking... Let's say, like, guys' suits. They're, so you they're suits that have logos on them. Look on it, kind of like... You let people know that it's a Gucci suit or whatever. But then there's, like, even better... Where people don't know that it's you know you paid you know ten grand for the suit. But that's a suit for yourself, not for something for your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, there it goes. <laughs> it's a good quality suit. I sweat a lot. So I I sweat a, good, <laughs> a good quality Ooh, suit. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, anyways, yeah, that was <laughs> reference. Back to the Starbucks thing. I dead. I don't even get why people are upset about that. Well, because wow, was bro. I don't know if it was fact. You support the homosexuals? What? I think wow, bro. No, no, no. Hold on. Where are you going? The can you can you <laughs> fact check? Can they, you fact they check? They went from saying Merry Christmas to Happy Holidays, and everybody no, lost their the mind. Issue, the boycott wasn't the the Happy Holidays. The issue was, and you can fact check me if he actually said that. But there was like memes Jamie? going around. Uh, young Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> a little Ron, pull it up. So, but the issue was going. The issue started with with Starbucks saying like, "Yo, Christians," because he well open about supporting LGBTQ and donating money to like their parades to like their pride parades so Christians are like though you know some people were like yo we have to boycott because he's donating money to pride parades and he was in an interview he said those people that don't support pride parades shouldn't buy coffee at Starbucks look up that quote he actually said that that. the the CEO the what's his name Schultz Schultz Howard Schultz. So he apparently he did say, I don't know, the you know, if you don't support Pride parades, then don't buy coffee at Starbucks. So they're like, okay, fine, we're not gonna buy it. Watch you lose your business, and that usually never works because boycotts usually bring more money, uh, more profit to the company whenever they get more media exposure. That's what happened to AOC when she she was saying to boycott the, no, the okay. Event, uh, Internet evangelist Joshua Furenstein launched. I used to a, see him on Facebook. That's social media. That's social media. That's social media influencer. Launched a 
counter war on Starbucks striking back at what he perceived to be their cup-based war on Christmas. In the video titled, Starbucks removed Christmas from their cups because they hate Jesus. So I pranked them, and they hate it. Oh, man, this guy's a pranker. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not a pranker. He pranked him good. He's like man. a social media influencer. I think the whole, the whole uh, LGBTQ thing was a separate thing. I think people really No, I think it was context. I think that happened. And so then he, the holiday cups came out, and it was more like, a, oh, take this, Christians. And it was like a holiday cup. Yeah. And then they made it like the, I think, the cranberry color. And so it was like... Oh, yeah, they it. had the rainbow color frappuccino or whatever, Toja. Yeah, something like that. But I think it was I think it was more of a context thing where what Vice just said happened. And then for Christmas, they did like happy holidays or uh, whatever. Okay, Eve, okay, let's say even if it was yeah. that, I am willing to bet big money that more than 90% of the places that we shop at give some sort of money to some sort of LGBTQ organization, Walmart. Macy's, Nordstrom, all these things. Yet yeah, those things don't matter. But Starbucks makes their, takes Merry Christmas off their cut cup, and you know we get up in arms. Well, not we, but some people get up in arms. Yeah, and I think that was the biggest knock against the argument is like if you're gonna boycott Starbucks because of their like happy holidays and supporting LGBT, then you have to do it to everybody. You can't just support like boycott one company and that's it. Like, well, I need this toothpaste, so I'm gonna buy it anyways. So I think that was like the biggest like, knock against that. And yeah, but we have. It used to be like more trendy to do that, but right now it seems like people are like accepted. Like, yo, I need Starbucks, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just kind of. My need for coffee is yeah. stronger than my beliefs. <laughs> yeah, so right now it's not as trendy anymore. But yeah, that was fun times, like boycotting random stuff. Yeah. What else is happening? Christmas season. What else is during holiday season? Well, this is our first quarantine Christmas. So it was it was Joshua Ferguson thing that kind of started it all. Yeah. I've read two articles and. Is that guy that I used to see him on Facebook all the time? This guy. Oh, he doesn't look like a very nice guy. You guys remember him? I've never seen him. I haven't seen him like for two years. He looks like a guy. All his resources went dry after the boycotts. This guy? He looks like a guy who sits at home and like makes things up on the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he 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 had a couple million followers on Facebook. I think he probably copped some cash and either. Probably yeah, no, knows. yeah. So he's like a blogger that was like. There's another the similar guy right now is the Jeff Flock or something like that or Jack Jeff Flock, tipo a pastor, and thought with all, all this Trump stuff, he's like very like, you're gonna tell me not to go to church. I, I'm a Bible believing, you know, Southern Christian. Da, da, da. So it's like they were like, yes, dude, look at this pastor. Oh, who was that one uh, pastor at some church where he was doing like the weird like laughing thing? Ooh. Oh, oh. Uh, we talked about that. Kenneth Copeland, bro. We talked about that. Bro. Oh, he's a G. He's a G, bro. What do you have say, to say? What bad things do you have to say about him? You have good things to say about him? <laughs> yeah. yeah, speaking of investments and uh, Kenneth Copeland. Speaking of purses, this is the guy that has all of them. <laughs> yeah. This is your boy. He's no, a he, private jet. Ah. So he can, So he can. what was the reason? So he can spread the message faster than the demons? No, it's so, so the demons don't attack him in the hole. Because when, when he's preparing, yeah. he's like, when I sit in a long tube, a whole bunch of de- demons. demons. No, but what he said when he pr- got a private jet for, for cash... And a whole bunch of people like were talking about it, like, how dare you buy a private jet? You're a pastor. He said, you know what I did? And I went and I bought a second one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, he honestly looks like And not, then like Inside Edition right. did on him because he bought like a fourth jet and like a journalist came up to him and started talking to him about it. He said, uh, one of the black um, freaking actors sold it to him. And he said, he gave me such a good deal <laughs> that he would be sin not to buy it. <laughs> It was basically free. Yeah, so he bought like a Tyler Perry, I think. Tyler Perry, yeah. yeah. So he's like, he gave me such a good deal, it would be sin not to buy it, <laughs> or it would be wrong not to buy it. I think this so, guy is one of the number one like scammers of the faith. 
that is, I don't know. I guess that's a good. Too many of them. But like, I guess w- w- with these pastors, and then that, la- that laugh or screaming thing that he was doing about COVID. Focus. Bro, but I don't care what you believe or what religion you are, whatever, anything, liberal, right, left, up, down. That video of him like laughing or screaming at COVID, whatever it was, dude, that was mm-hmm. like if you're, am- ammunition for the <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen the uh, the rock and roll version of that? <laughs> no. <laughs> the hardcore, oh, I saw that on Reddit. Yeah. Hardcore guitar, that was dope. Okay, but question. Let's say when you think, when you, with all these prosperity gospel homies, but do you think they ever... Christians. Uh, do you no, think they don't, don't they, say that? <laughs> do you think they ever like people got saved Bro, through them or like blessed through them? Let's say Kenneth Copeland name any of the homies. Let's say controversial homies. I'm thinking let's say okay. Benny Hinn yes, and those dudes. You can say that they've maybe touched some people, but what does the Bible say? Even like p- false teachers, they can the the word of God will still be preached. You know, the message will still be spread, even if it's false teachers and false prophets uh, spreading that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what these. Maybe they started off with a good intention, but. The way that they are now with their multi-million dollar jets and houses and who knows how much money they're making. And they're just like swindling people who don't know better. I think that's disgusting. I think that... Or saving people. Mm. Another, the Creflo Dollar, he was doing the, I think, $60 million fundraise for his jet. And his explanation was, and he was like open about it. He would like announce their church and stuff, do like funding for it. And he said, if sinful people like devil's homies can fly on $60 million jets, well, we're God's people. We're supposed to be flying on even on better jets. And his explanation was mm. that we're God's people. We should be living better and be blessed yeah. better than the devil's homies. They were Come almost feeling it. Then the, when the Bible says, when Jesus himself said, Self, sell all your belongings and, you know, come. come and give to money church. to Creflo Dollar so you can buy a private jet. Uh, I, I don't know. I must on. have missed that part, of, <laughs> that part of my Matthew. No, I think for some people it's a touchy topic because some people are really into these guys and they I feel very that. blessed. Right. And I understand. I'm sure there is some blessing out of it, but you can't overlook. You have to look at it. In a, you have to look at it not like, you can't look at it biased. You have to try to look at it neutrally and say, okay, even though this guy is, you know, a guy who's helped me through many struggles, and I'm sure, you know, maybe he has touched thousands of people's lives, but when you look at the cold hard facts, this guy is living an extremely lavish life. He, you know, reports to be a Christian, says, you know, he's doing this, but that goes against all the values of what, you know, Jesus commanded us to be. Yeah, and that's like a big stumbling block for a lot of people because another thing is that a lot of these homies, their funding comes not from rich homies because rich homies are usually yes. like, yo, bro, I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times these homies are being funded in America, but the crazy part is that these homies live lavish lives from people like in Africa and in India because population is a billion people. You get 100,000 people together, they give $3 each, and you have $300,000 in one day. So a lot of their funding... I know, especially like I think Benny Hinn. He's a Dude, Republican, this guy's, though. This guy's net worth is $300 million. Who's for the Lord? K- uh, Copeland? Kenneth Copeland? Bro. It's for the Lord. It's because he's going to pass it down after he dies. Yeah. Mario, he's going to buy a life insurance policy. God's people. He's going to help the poor. He's, gonna <laughs> he's help on his third marriage. He's yeah, going to help yeah. the poor. Given his first one lasted a year, his second one lasted three years. What was the issue? It's like a compound thing, you know, first marriage, one year, then three, and now it's... And six, and comp- then twelve. Comp- comp- compound interest Whoa. is really going up right now. <laughs> by, by his 15th marriage, it's going to last for 150 uh, years. Apostles can do it, bro. Evangelists and apostles, they can have multiple because they're they're the chosen. No, dude, that's just a per- hey, speaking of Hey, speaking of chosen one, I, I know you guys recommended this to me a while back. Uh-oh. I just finished Waco. Oh, Whoa, heck dude. yeah. 
That was, that was a, crazy. That was a really, really good documentary. And then people, what, docu- what did you guys think about it? Well, it wasn't a documentary. Yeah, it was. Like a, it's called docu series. I think. Mm-hmm. That's what I it, thought it was crazy, dude. But it's a true story. What's crazy to me is how they portrayed it. It was like, yo, okay, homie might be doing some whack stuff, but it was like this whole freedom of America thing. And it was very genuine. Yeah, like it didn't seem like he knew it was a scam. He genuinely believed that. And then people. Genuinely, no, I think he knew. I don't think so. I think he knew. I, but how do you know he knew? But yeah. that's but that's what I'm saying is they did such a good. Yeah. It's such a good I way of filming well, and trying no, because to explain he died. it. I think that was the Dude. goal. I think that was the goal to make it like a, a memorial rather than like a documentary. If it was fake, he wouldn't die in there. What, what are you talking if about? What was fake? Everybody agrees that it was real, but he's talking about how how crazy the main guy, David, whatever it was. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. That I think David really believed. I don't think so. I'm saying if he didn't believe it, he wouldn't die in there because people wouldn't die for well, something. He didn't they, die. He he didn't die purposely he got Trapped. it was like an accident yeah. he would be out of it their way earlier he would be out of their way earlier kind of like yo i'm out of here like this is going down no the but i think it was serious? a way i think it was a way to prove like hey the government doesn't really care about you there there oh, were i think absolutely that's a very good example of like the atf and the government way overstepping right, because yeah. you know they make up this procedure i mean they do a very good story of telling how the atf the reason why they did that was because you know, completely unrelated to these people living their life in Waco, the ATF was having its own problems, and right. they needed a yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They needed a win, and they saw this as an easy win. Yeah, like a political and, move. Yeah, and once they committed, like once they committed to it, they're like, okay, if we walk away now, it's even a bigger L than we were before. So we have to fully commit to it. And by fully committing to it, they like broke all the you know yeah, the, right, yeah. the rights of these people who in America have the right to do whatever you want. You can mm-hmm. practice whatever religion you want, even if your leader is probably has some mental illness and is very charismatic and is able to convince a lot of these people to join your cults, which I think is an appropriate word to call that. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think it's all legit. I think, I mean, I think, yeah, I think he was a little, a little, you know, had some issues upstairs and he was very charismatic and had a lot of faith in himself. Yeah. And people, uh, reinforce that in him, you know, by having people come to you and believe you and support you, it makes you feel more, you know, like, yeah. yes, I am correct. So I think whether his death was purposeful or accidental, it's hard to say because nobody really knows what happened. Right. It was all a big pile of rubble by the end. Well, I think, I think the scene that made me change my mind on him sort of essentially almost scamming these people was when he came up to the agent and he knocks on the door. He's like, Oh, so like how much cow, like how much cow could fit within this X amount of ranch. And then he's like, oh, I don't know. My partner takes care of that. And so he walks back in. And then as they're walking away, he goes, well, boys, we know one thing. He ain't no rancher. And then they're sort of walking back. So homie always had, obviously had the smarts and knew something was up. But, I mean, I'm, you know, you could be right. Maybe he did legitimately think all this was legit. But then, like, the way that he would convince the men to, you know. Uh, give up ups- their wives. Uh, yeah, give up their wives, essentially. Like, th- that was insane to me. And then if this was true, that theologian homie that came all the way from Hawaii mm-hmm. all the way to meet him and then he was like convinced but he seemed to be like s- sort of the more level I don't know it was a crazy documentary and it it's it's really good it did a really good job of explaining sort of two sides and what they were both facing but how in the end it was just you know it's cool even with the uh, footage when they're actually set the building on fire and there's like, people running out and stuff and it was like the news anchor footage they used the real footage from the news anchors. They like implemented it in it. But so if you rewatch is, it, I remember after finishing it at like four a.m., I went online and I started reading up about it. So the whole docu docu series, whatever you want to call it, 
they they their disclaimer is based on true events. Yeah. They do alter a lot of things to make it more of a story. Yeah, and they do that to everything. Obviously, it's not you know a documentary where it's like word for word, but it was very accurate as far as, far as like they interviewed the people that were there and they, they were, had a big influence on the story. So obviously, you have to make it flow. But they didn't like alter where it's right. like, oh, we Just heard about building, building, burning in Waco. Let's make a story about the, it. The so, big, yeah. The big facts, obviously, correct, but it's the little details, like, you know, these little things. Like, I know you're not, he's not a rancher, boys, or whatever. Yeah, maybe. stuff like that, you can't take that as truth. I but guess. no, it was, a, it was a dope, dope How did we end though. up on Waco? Because it said, speaking of. Oh, yeah, the whole, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's crazy is, I think there's a lot more factors involved that happen, like, screw-ups on the part of the government too overreaching mm-hmm. and then the fact that he it was straight up like a little cult which you have yeah. the right to have in the u.s i think it was, it was two groups who were both bluffing and they, <laughs> they both didn't expect the other group to call their bluff and then they just yeah yeah, yeah well, basically from that from that if, if you guys read up on it from that after that happened like later on the government wouldn't like overstep and overreach like that was made like an example for future some cases or even Law like events or whatever, yeah. yeah for i think atf like fell apart or something after like yeah because I, lo- I looked yeah, them up around, dog. i looked them up i was like what the heck is atf and yeah. appa- i'm I'll apparently they're still they're still legit powerful. but yeah they, you never hear they about regulate them. anything associated with firearms alcohol like a two billion or six billion dollar budget i mean okay just I know who be some people who are you know, people who like things that ATF is associated with. <laughs> and and very, anti, one point two, sorry, ATF, fact check. Like, I mean, even if you go online, any you know, like these forums are more conservative or libertarian, more things like the ATF. Okay, why is there guns, liquor, or alcohol and tobacco? Three completely unrelated things, but one agency, you know, over. Oversees them, and these three things are almost like intertwined with, with everything else in the country. So they have this like very vague but very wide um, overreach ju- jurisdiction. So whether they overreach or underreach is all a matter of perspective. And I don't know. So what's it's your what's your theory on that? On what? Speaking to your friends that have the <laughs> hobbies that ATF has. Theory on what? Like, is ATF there like legit? You know, like, or is it more of like their? oppressive or not what's the word i'm looking for like does the united states need atf or where they're there for a lot of people think no what what's their theory for them for atf existing mm, that we i mean we have it's basically another branch of law enforcement that you know whether you know alcohol tobacco firearms our rights are you know either established by the constitution and then we have rule, you know, laws and rules that we agree upon. But then the ATF is just like another group that makes more regulations and more laws about these things that a lot of people deem unnecessary or overreaching. So for, for context, ATF has $1.2 billion budget in 2018. CIA has a $15 billion budget in 2019. And FBI has a $9.6 billion budget. So out of all those... ATF's kind of like the baby brother. Yeah. So CIA is like... Big dogs, but among S- these groups, they call them someone's doing work. <laughs> Actually, I was staying up uh, one of the nights. I was doing like some stuff, and I rewatched. Uh, <laughs> Sounds so sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> some work stuff, and then uh, I rewatched uh, about Edward Snowden. Oh yeah, that was dope. And the I, movie? Yeah, that was. That was or the Joe Rogan interviews? No, the the movie because they kind of like really try to explain it to you to like a common man 
of like why he did what he did and like what does CIA and FBI do to overstep their you know in a way freedoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually a very good anti-government before, movie as I well. I just wanted to say before we leave the Waco and the conspiracies, did you guys ever read upon like uh, Joseph Smith and the Mormons? No. How all that originated? No. No. Maybe I did, but I forgot about on the wikis. Homie was pretty crazy. Like he had a bunch of revelations and dreams and stuff. And he had like multiple wives. Uh, it's basically a freaking cult yeah, yeah. in a way. And uh, I mean, Mormons, they like literally originated from, from the brother. And now they're and taking over they Utah, believe. man. Praise God. They have like insane budget. I know they're like. Big. Yeah, they give. Yeah. They're, they're they got a heck of money. And like on every single church, kind of like he goes up to the main account type of deal. Like at the end of the day, like all Mormon churches, I, I think. But I listen to this. I listened to this podcast and they did uh well actually Theo Vaughn's podcast this past weekend and he had a section where they did a state versus state and like which state would win in a war if United States each state fought each other <laughs> and they did like hypotheticals and people like who would win and they that's what they were talking about it's like Utah has heck of dough and heck of Mormons that they would heck of like fight for yeah like you give them a reason to fight they got the resources yo crazy article uh oh. The Mormon Church amassed a hundred billion dollars. It was the best kept secret in the investment world. And this was and this was February second of this year. It's not bad money, hundred billion dollars. Jeff Bezos in your church, bro. Ten percent tithe. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy. Yeah. What else, dude? Uh, we're not gonna do too yeah too much politics. Where's Mario coming back? But. Today's what, December 13th? Yeah, tomorrow's electoral, man. What happens if one of the states doesn't report their electorals? That's kind of the last... Is that the last chance for yeah. Trump? Is, yeah. So if everybody reports yeah. their electorals, it's game over? Yeah. But I had a buddy that said not to give up hope till January 20th. Yeah, the prophets are saying nothing's over, bro. No, if nothing happens like tonight, it's he's done tomorrow. Because the only thing that could happen is let's say somehow these four swing states don't vote, then it'll be all like zeros. Because basically, if you don't vote in time, they just forfeit their votes. So, so yeah. So pretty much, if it's not, they don't even need four states. I think if two states don't even report, pretty much, if Biden doesn't get two seventy, then it's game over, and then they have to go to the House vote. So I think if like two yeah. good states with enough votes don't report their voting. Mario might know more, but that was crazy how Supreme Court rejected it. I was like, yeah, that was yikes. A big, <laughs> that was a big move, yo. It's okay, I'm ready to say that Biden's... Mario, what are the chances that tomorrow, December 14th, the one or two states don't report their electorals? Zero. Okay, dang. (laughs) (laughs) What about my friends that are telling me not to give up hope till January 20th? Look, I think even the whole, like, GOP, even people who, you know, rallied for Trump and all that, even they've moved on, and the only one that's hanging on is Trump. You know who who moved on? I was listening to him a couple days ago. I told you I was doing something. <laughs> 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 Even Alex Basically Jones moved down, bro. He's like kind of like you almost borderland doesn't want to have to do anything with Trump. He's like, yo, I don't, I don't mean to brag on Trump, like, but I'm done. I'm done talking about Trump. Not because he lost, but I'm done. You know, like the chances of him becoming president, you know, are slim. Ta-ra-ra, but like, I'm, I'm done talking politics. I think everybody saw the writing on the wall very shortly after election night. And, it, you know, who wants to be linked up to the loser as he's on his way down? So I think that's why everyone's trying to, you know, jump ship. And save their own careers and all that stuff. And the only person, you know, Trump is the only one that's tweeting this stuff because 
I mean, he's, <laughs> he's really, he's really but, smart the way he's doing it. But homie raised over $220 million after elections. You know, well, I think that's actually my and, theory, too. Is I think a lot of this is branding. Yeah, well, yeah, and he's trying to pay back that fat loan that he took for his first election <laughs> campaign. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, for his election, he took a loan from the company. So right now, if any donations go to Trump organization... Like in small fund, they're saying that hey, this is going to pay off yeah. the election expenses loan, and then like thirty percent of it goes to uh, yeah. GOP. He's scamming these people; they don't even know it. I think it's time the There's country only, moved on. I will be honest. I thought dollar loan though. I thought he had something up his sleeve. I really, I think even on our last two what podcasts, we brought it up. Loan, I was like, I feel like something's coming, but now I'm like, and that's what they. <laughs> hey, yo, the like, votes tomorrow, <laughs> and that's what the illusion that he gives people. Like, yo, he has to have something. Like it's Trump. Yeah, yeah he yeah. has to come up with something. And I think that's like part of his brand. And I think right now a lot of people, most people, do believe that's like, dude, that's Trump. There's no way he's gonna lose. He has to come up with something. But then it's hard to argue it because if they lost over 50 courts now. So it's kind of like, where's the evidence? How come he didn't put out, pull out the rabbit out of the hat in all those courts? Yeah, it's over, and I think America is ready to move on. You know, we tried this experiment of putting this completely newcomer into politics. It was an interesting four Worked years. Great. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now we got we got people in the freaking Supreme Court. We got two. Hey, hey, they all voted against uh, Trump too. That yeah, that, crazy. so like, that was the big thing because they're like, <laughs> he was calling dude, him out that he was like a bunch of cowards. <laughs> yeah, and that was like, a big thing. Is like, I guess for me, the big argument against Trump is he claims the election was stolen. You're the freaking president of the United States of America. Okay, you can say FBI is against you. You have the right to fire them and hire your boys. So you you couldn't tell that they're scamming you. Or you knew what was going to happen. But my thing is, if you claim that Democrats stole the, the election, how come Trump didn't stop it? He had all the resources in the world. He could have fired anybody and hired anybody that he wanted. He could have you know, hired for every position, be his cousin, his relative, or whatever. So the fact is, the buck stops with Trump not stopping this deal. Yeah. You know somebody's coming to rob your house. You didn't do anything about it. And then you're upset that somebody robbed your house. <laughs> I think this guy just uh, he is a career shapeshifter or people pleaser. He is what people want him to be to different groups, you know. He wants to get th- this group's vote. He gives them what they want, you know. He presents that to them. He wants this. He, you know, turns on a dime and gives them what they want. I think that's just a whole – he's been doing it his whole life. I think I, – I would think that people would have realized it by now that this guy is not genuine in a single action that he does other than promoting himself and more power. But what about the argument that he says what he means? I would question that. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, why do you think Trump didn't stop the steal? Didn't stop the steal. I don't. I don't think it's as easy as you portray it to be that he could just get his boys and stop it. So you're saying that's Trump, why that's taken. Th- his that's argu- a his argument is like it. his argument. I think is over the last four years. It's not like oh, in the last month or two. I think Vice's argument was well, everyone was saying he's going to he's going to drain the yeah, yeah. swamp. No, no, he's no, going to no. do all these. I meant stop this deal before it happened. Yeah, yeah. well, he has been firing people left and right. So the, he didn't. So the, he didn't fire enough people because he could have hired. No, well, the, he, what do you mean hire enough people? Fire enough people? The, the the people he fired a bunch of people. Like you're the, the people United voted. States government. You you're he's in charge of the United States government, and he's, he's okay, not in and charge he, of the, okay. He needs people to oversee the election, make sure it happens fairly. So can yeah. he hire people that he can trust? Let's say he doesn't have to fire every FBI agent, but if he, let's say, hires five main dudes, five highest positions in an FBI, and like, yo, your job 
is to put every eyes in every office possible to make sure that everything is done legit. He could have done that. He doesn't have to like oversee 10,000 FBI agents, but put people in charge that will do that for him. So why didn't he do that? I guarantee you on day one after he won the last election, on his cabinet, on his team, whatever, no matter what dummies you put in there, they all realized that, hey, in four years, there will be another <laughs> election. That's a day one thing, I guarantee you. Because they've been there for 30, 40 years. Yes, because they say, hey, in four years, there's another election. The Democrats are really not happy that you won. They're going to try really hard to win the next one. We need to start taking steps now to either win the election or to prevent fraud or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had four years to do it. I'm sure he. they tried. I'm sure they tried to do things. So does that mean Democrats outsmarted him? It just depends no, what think you think. If you think there's fraud, like, I don't think there's there was as much fraud as they, they say there is. Obviously, there are, like, fraudulent votes that were cast, but to the amount that freaking Trump says, like, stop the steal or whatever. That's not happening. Like, he did put enough of his people in power and positions. Like, he fired a lot of people that... Say we're Dems, Democrats. He put in Republicans. He threw in freaking two Supreme Court judges. Three, that, three, three. Like he That's did legit. a lot of things. Can you name but, them? Huh? Can you name them? Probably not all of them. Kavanaugh, who's a, the chick? Amy, Barrett. Amy, Amy Barrett, Comey, Gorsuch. Barrett, Gorsuch, 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 and then Gorsuch. Gorsuch. Neil Gorsuch. Yeah. Um, and they threw out his case from the court without. They're like, yeah, we're, we're not <laughs> gonna. I, I do think a lot, a, a lot of things that what he does is for the Trump brand and yeah. is for yeah, kind of his thing. But the thing is, like, you you say some people like people are oblivious to the guy this is like crazy guy, or whatever, right? But literally half the country voted for this dude, so he's fooling half the country. If you think that. Yeah, but you also have you know to take I mean? into account. It's not like these people. Okay, it's not like every American has an empty ballot, and they say hey, whoever you think should run for president, write their name here. It was narrowed down to two choices, and I think it's pretty fair to assume that you know seventy. What was what was the numbers? Sixty-three versus seventy or something? What no, was it's it? like seventy to seventy-six almost. Seventy to seventy, or even a seventy-one to seventy-six, seventy-seven. I think it's f- fair to say that you know a little bit less than half of Americans were like, "Hey, I don't think." That Biden is a great option. Trump is, you know, he's weird. He comes with all these weird things. But I think at the time, you know, at the moment, we've had, the last four years were okay for for me personally. I think it's okay. The to, best. I think it's okay to vote for Trump again rather than vote for Biden, who, you know, there's a lot of narrative about him and about Kamala Harris and you know what they're going to come and you know start the whole communist revolution. So I think it's understandable that you know between these two choices, obviously you're going to get a bit of a you know a close split. Yeah, I think the funny argument was how Trump was like, never ever in the history of politics has a president ever gotten this much votes. Like when he Tipa got reelected, but I was like, bro, you've literally been so polarizing that that's why so much Americans came out to vote. People would always complain like, oh, come out to vote, come out to vote, and this year was like historical turnout. But it was because you were literally like the most polarizing figure in politics, and then social media and everything it just like amps everything up and it was very funny to me how he was like that's how you know there's fraud because i got like heck of like you're telling me biden got got a bunch of dead people votes and you know what some of that that storyline and that that narrative it's powerful you're like yeah like how did dead people vote from like how you know how come people voted for biden people people do not realize how many people there are in america who are just not very bright 
that's a sad fact of reality, but there's just not a lot of people who are very bright who go out and do the research for themselves. They'll believe whatever their their preferred uh, avenue of information is, whether it's Fox or CNN, you know, left or right wing. A lot of these people would just believe what's given to them. They don't have Twitter or Reddit, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> to get a balanced view. What, what sucks is a lot of these people that say voted for Biden voted for Biden in spite of Trump. Yeah, like I think they, that's a good job. They didn't vote right. for Biden because but they why like did, Biden. But why did they do that? There's a reason. Just because of I Trump. I don't think it's more because of Trump. I think it's what the media portrays Trump to yeah, be. Sure. That's but that, but that was the whole, that like, was the I, whole I, idea. I, that was the whole idea that I, I listened to Ben once in a while. That was Ben's big thing is in 2016, it was much more a referendum on Hillary. So everyone's like, oh, okay, like Hillary's obviously going to win. And then Trump voters turned out. And so the, his big thing was in 2020, is it going to be a referendum on Biden or Trump? Obviously Trump, because you're way more polarizing. His whole thing through the, the four years of the Trump administration, he's like, yo, if someone just created a fake Twitter app, gave it to Trump, like, yo, tweet as much as you want, and they just like fake liked it, he's like, 100%, he would be reelected in 2020. We'd be living in 2050, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but the idea is it's usually the candidate who like the election is against. And in 2016, it was more of Hillary, no one liked her, and everyone thought like it was a sweep, and so Trump won. And in 2020, it was definitely against Trump because everyone's like, oh, Biden, like, you know, he's just an old guy. He, like, cares about us. And you know what? He did a decent job portraying to people, even, even though he's, like, on some whack medication. But, you know, he Paul, broke his Paul, leg. <laughs> <laughs> he said walking the dog or something. What? No, what? he said he was, like, I, trying to catch a dog by the tail <laughs> after he got out of the shower. That was a storyline. <laughs> Last thing on the Trump thing, though, what what pisses me off the most is, like, when people knock on the guy. Like, the guy is kind of wild, but the guy is not a freaking idiot. Like, you don't grow a freaking brand, do what the F he accomplished, and still be, like, deranged to a point where, like, common folk, like, this guy's a retard. No, this guy's a dope. I, like, I, Nick, I like, think, yes. Yeah, so homie, who are you? Like, what have you done in your life to call this guy... Like, he's crazy. Dude, like, so think idea, about what I, you're saying. So, yeah. And look at what he's accomplished. So, like I, he, I think that for us... So, yeah, there are people that think that Trump is an idiot. My thing is, I think people that are... to me. I think people that are super Trumpsters... And I'm talking about supporting Trump over Biden. Like, I wanted Trump to win over Biden. But I think people that are, like, super, super Trumpsters that buy in, in into everything that he says, I'm. it's a bigger knock against those people. Because I think he's... He's a genius of getting people buying into his like drama, and like I said, after elections he raised over two hundred twenty million dollars. A dummy can't do that. Just get a two hundred twenty million of free money from people. You need to be smart to do that. And he's doing this drama, and it's working for him. So for me, it's not a knock against Trump because he provided wealth for himself, but it's a big knock for the super passionate, you know, faithful till death Trumpsters. Oh, just like that, that by the, the left side has super passionate, yeah. faithful to death Dems. Though, exactly. Blue. Yeah. I and guess that so just proves Mario's point. How <laughs> this, and this average American. This brings me to the bigger issue because any president who you elect, it's very temporary, whether four or eight years. Problems. The problems that we have in America right now, whether you know everybody believes in them or if they think they're fake or manufactured, or whatever. The the fact of the matter is, America has big problems right now. COVID did not help. You know, the the response to COVID, I think I've mentioned it to, to, to many people before that if COVID happened in any other year, uh, things would have been very different. But COVID came along in the year prior to the most, like, 
controversial and contested election, I think, almost in the history of America, maybe back to Nixon. But COVID came at the right time, and it became a, you know, you can argue to both sides, it became a weapon or a tool for both sides of, of the spectrum. Um, America has big problems, and whether Trump or Biden wins, let's say, okay, I think Biden's already has it in the bag. I, I think yeah. he's had it already, but let's, okay, Biden gets inaugurated on January 20th. That doesn't instantly make all the problems go away. Yeah. There's still a lot of division in America. The polarization is is worse than it's ever been. And in a way, I'm happy that Biden won because this is us as a country hopefully being able to take a step back from the edge. Because the way the nature of these things, the way it goes, is that it, it will always get ramped up. You know, once the precedent is set, once the line is in the sand is moved, that's the new line. You know, nobody you know stays back here because that's the new line now. And Trump broke; he pushed that line so far out in the sand with all the things that he did, all the you know controversies about him. He set the, I mean, in a way to say he set the bar for president a lot lower than it has been held by previous presidents. Say what you will about Barack Obama or or George Bush or even Clinton, who. <laughs> who, who resigned. That's that's sexual relations <laughs> right right no yes correct ba- back at the time it presidential seemed, bro back at the time it seemed crazy it seemed ridiculous but comparing clinton to trump now i would pick clinton as a politically correct guy not even just that but just as like a this is the leader of the free world this person the person who holds the presidential seat of america is the most powerful person in the history of earth you can go back, however, thousands, millions, billions of years, however much you believe. This <laughs> is this is the most powerful person on the planet. Within fifteen minutes, you know, a five minute time span, he could literally destroy the world. Let him tweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and having that bar moved so far that, or you know, or I guess lowered so much, like you know. At least, you know, okay, a lot of people, a lot of our Russian people didn't like Barack Obama. He's the Antichrist. He's this. He's that. You know. Those were fun. But he. he, (laughs) Yeah, good old days. (laughs) He remained a person that, you know, if it came down to it, that, you know, potential nuclear war with China or North Korea, you can look at that guy and be like, hey, whatever, you know, drawbacks I have about him, he's the president of our country, of my country, and I trust that he will do the right thing. There was never really any big doubt about that. I thought we would lose if we would go to war with Trump. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, there's a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> Different opinions. <laughs> but but Trump, right. I feel like he set the bar so low. No other president... Listen- Dan Carlin, just a sh- free shout-out for him. Anybody who ever he's wants legend, yo. to listen to some good wisdom from a guy who's very, like, extremely... Knowledgeable. The, 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 knowledgeable, is that this guy? But also neutral. No, no, he's oh. the, he's the. <laughs> no, I, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> he's 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 conservative. Sorry, Mario, go. He's not conservative. He, I'd say he's more no, liberal. No, no, the guy he's oh. thinking about. <laughs> but he's very constitutional. He's very, you know, uh, he could describes himself as like a. Anyways, he voted uh, since 1992. He said he voted libertarian. Yes, and his first time he voted for Biden. Yes, but so what a guy. That's his whole point. That never in the history of America. Has a uh, has a, pre- a sitting president thrown out like not, I don't want to say a joke, but thrown out a threat of nuclear war just you know to make a point. You know Obama, uh, Bush, Clinton, uh, the Bush senior. Yeah, but we'd win, bro. Okay, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> but then the Trump, point is you don't want to win. Trump. Then everyone loses. Everybody yeah, loses. Yeah, everybody loses. <laughs> we would win. War is good. You would be dead. No, <laughs> war is good for. Countries, bro. What if China starts nuclear? nuclear war is good, bro. What if China starts dropping nuclear bombs on U.S.? Jobs. 
Jobs, a lot of jobs. <laughs> jobs, jobs. The biggest, the best. <laughs> the best jobs. The hugest. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, and I, 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 thought it was, I, I thought he was almost lying, but I went back and I looked at it. Trump was the first president, you know, 45 presidents before him in 200 plus years of American existence, the first president ever, you know, either in a joking way or in a threatening way to actually uh, uh, threaten nuclear war. Well, did not have nuclear weapons before? No, we've had nuclear weapons since the 40s. That's like at that least long? that's at least like eight nine presidents. Yeah, we've had we yeah. dropped the bomb on Japan in forty four. I dropped bombs like Hiroshima or forty five. Hiroshima, bro. But <laughs> this guy literally just came out when the whole North Korea thing was going on back but in seventeen peace. or eighteen. I mean, okay, yes, but the, the and now we're in charge. What's the phrase I'm looking for? The the means to an end don't justify it. Yeah, the means don't justify the end. So just because you got to where you wanted to go, I don't like that quote. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> that's like saying, Roman, that's the saying, there's a house across the street, you want to buy it for cheap, mm-hmm. so you go murder the homeowners, because in the what end... If you, what if you just threaten to murder <laughs> them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will, I I will murder you if you don't sell me your house. Yeah, and then you're a murder, but then you buy a nice house for a good deal. And who wins in that situation? You got a good deal. <laughs> you. <laughs> America, you. <laughs> okay, to, to the listeners of this podcast, I hope you guys... Uh, <laughs> All 20 of them. <laughs> All 20 of you. Please hold the faith. 20. <laughs> yeah. No. That's point a is, reach. Point, uh, long <laughs> conclusion is Trump really lowered the bar for what a president is. And if, let's say, Trump wins again, that bar will... I do not think he lowered the bar. Okay, I'm not with listening. His, with his ra- rhetoric? I'm not listening to you I right don't now. think he lowered the bar. I think he was... I, I, I don't think he was as presidential, say, as some presidents That's were. That's saying he lowered the bar. I don't think he lowered the bar as a president. I think he lowered the bar as what you think a president should act or say or be. This is the leader of the free world. He can't be a bully, dude. You got to make nice Why with not? other countries. Why can't, what do you mean you can't because be a bully? Because then the whole world ends up in war. But the literally whole, no one is at war, and he was not He started zero wars. Another, yeah. ter- another term, and we might be in 10. But that's, that's like saying, oh, he, he was a good guy for four years, but I promise he's going to be a bad guy for the next four years. You're saying he was a good guy for four years? Well, as far as wars, he, he's like the first president of very few that started zero wars. But he's the first president to threaten nuclear war. So would you want a guy that starts five wars in Syria or the guy that threatens? Like, I like a guy who keeps his word. And starts wars in Syria and Iran for no reason? Yeah. If he's keeping his word, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start five wars. Either you like or you don't. I'm going to do it because it's good for the economy. But he wouldn't get elected then. Yeah. Anyway, so the point <laughs> is, so these things, they, they, it's, it's hard to climb up. It's very easy to slide down. There's a quote or something here. It takes uh, a Warren Buffett. He said, it. he said it takes like 20 years to gain or five years to gain somebody's trust. It takes five seconds to lose it mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, you know, to, to the, the office of the president, that's, it's the highest regarded office in the world. You know, nobody cares about the prime minister or, or, or president of France. You know, France is... Yeah, because they get bullied. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they're a garbage little country who nobody cares about because they don't have any well, impact about on the Bo- world. Well, let's say Bush was like a nice guy, but he was still like a respected. Yes. Fool me once. <laughs> 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 like, that was dope. <laughs> he was a cool guy. Anyways, let me finish my point. <laughs> let me finish my point without any interruptions, Roman. Um, no, this is good because he's like you know more challenging I'm being you. Devil's you're advocate, bro. Yeah, you're, it's fine. I'm still trying to make my. You're point. being biased, anti-Trumper, bro. I'm not. Mm. No, I'm being pro-world, pro-America, pro like humanity. You sound like a Democrat, bro. <laughs> 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 you sound like you've been listening to a lot you're of liberal Dan stuff, bro. Liberal stuff, dude. Whatever. It's kind of like. Is, 
putting Trump down, but indirectly. Okay. If you're, if let's say you're, you're at work or whatever, and you get in a little tiff with somebody, and it starts with wordplay, you know, word shouting, and then one guy pushes the other guy. The next move is not going to be to say another word. It's going to be to take a swing. These things, human nature, we progress. And, you know, things get exponentially bigger, faster. If we are here where we are right now and taking account, you know, the, the economic situation because of COVID, there's lots of people unemployed. There's people on both sides who are unemployed, who hate the government for one reason or another, then factor in the racial problems that America has. Whether or not you think there is <laughs> Oh, no. Whether or not okay, you think Okay, but challenge. If... Let's say if he's in that incompetent and all of this, and he's saying crazy stuff, who would you accredit? Like the fourteen Middle East countries that are signing like peace, deal, peace deals with Israel. Money talks, bro. So how come Obama didn't give them the money to do it? He did give him money. It just the Iran deal. Yeah, but they didn't sign anything. But what like, do you mean the Iran deal? It was a huge thing. But it was like a dummy deal where they're like. We can inspect yeah. your nuclear weapons, but you have to give us 30-day notice. <laughs> and, we, and, we know, and we know that now, five, six, seven years down the line. Well, I'm sure in a couple of years, these Middle East peace deals, people are going to find out, like, yo, this is a load of baloney. It was a short-term thing to try to rewind the election. I would not be surprised if next year there's a new war in the Middle East. Heck yeah. <laughs> Good for the Jobs! <laughs> Jobs! <laughs> uh, but the point is, we have to take a step back from this one-up-ism. Because, you know... It's not healthy. The country can't keep going. Okay, let's say we continue on this current trajectory. You know, Trump wins. Then, uh, then, because then you'd get like a, you know, it, it becomes very tribal. You know, so you see the right and the left. Let's say Trump wins. Trump wins again. Then the next, you know, once Trump's done, somebody else has to win. And usually the things shift. They go. Do you think it, America needs to secede? Then it goes to the left. And then let's say in twenty twenty four. Okay, let's say Trump wins this year. In twenty twenty four, AOC runs. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying, see? Because these things just... And she can win because of the Democrat vote. Exactly. These things just keep getting ramped up. And Pelosi's like, never going to let her. <laughs> <laughs> Pelosi promised she's never going to run for house again. But, okay. Yeah, she, she's only 82, these so things, it's like, these man, things keep talk about cutting your career short. <laughs> these things keep escalating until there's a breaking point. Yeah. Whether you talk about, you know. She says, dang, dang, I can't remember what kind of ice cream <laughs> I have in my fridge. I ain't running for a house no more. <laughs> I, saw Mario last I think it's a good, I think for America, you know. Uh, it's good for America that Biden won. Religious people and conservative people might disagree with me because they're like, no, Trump is our savior. He's, he's a man of God. You know, all that. I, you know, whatever. You can have your, your beliefs. But I think it's a good thing for America for Biden to win after World War II. One of the presidents that ran, his whole thing, or maybe it was after Vietnam, but his his whole slogan for his whole election campaign was a return to normalcy, because that's what America really needed at the time. They were sick of wars, you know, atomic bombs, civil war, or uh, cold war. You know, there's so much going on, and the people were just so overwhelmed with all these you know information coming at them, s- similar to now. There's BLM, there's economy, there's COVID, there's corruption, there's you know fraud, there's this and that. It's a time to take a step back. And for us to realize once again that we are one country, whether or not you know you disagree with half of the country, whether or not we are all still Americans, we are all you know governed under the same on the same government. We still have all the same rights. Whether you disagree with an atheist or with a Muslim, we all live here and we enjoy the same freedoms, you know that that they enjoy because this is America. You can't just say no, only Christians can have these things or only this can have it because then it wouldn't be America. It would devolve into some weird handmade tale, you know dictatorship that's what keeps america is a melting pot people need to realize that that is what makes it great 
That is what makes America what it is because we are able to blend all these different things. It's a mix of people. But this look like we're blending very well right now. That exactly. And wh- why? Media. Do you think not Trump? <laughs> not Trump. Media. Media. Stir the stir the pot, dude. No, for me, the fun part is watching after elections. Is when Trump won the last time, and the Democrats were were like, "Oh, that's not legitimate. He's not a real president. This is a scam." And we're like, wow, they're so unreasonable. The election <laughs> happened. Just move on. And watch the Republicans doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> like Biden won. Dude, he's not a legit dude. We got to go to court. We got to go to all, all these things. It's, he's not a legit president. And now for four years, Republicans are now are acting exactly the same way the Democrats were acting. And now the Republicans. That we thought they were immature. We thought like, you Democrats are so immature. They need to just accept it and move on. This is one country. And we're now Republicans are not accepting, not moving on as the same country, like whatever, you feel like you got cheated, but the Democrats felt cheated exactly the same way four years ago, and we want them to move on, but now we want, now uh, Republicans won't move on, and now they will, you know, block Biden, anything that he does, any move, any word that he says, we're going to scrutinize, like, oh my God, did you hear Biden said this? That's horrible for a president to say and do, so Republicans will be acting exactly the same way the Democrats were, were acting for four years. And then next election, you know, whoever which side wins, well, it's going well, well, to continue, and it's going to get worse. And, you know, these things, I think if it's for four years, eight years, 12, 24, I think America needs to step back. I, th- I mean, it's, it's an impossible question to ask, but, like, how can we come together from both sides of the aisle and realize that, hey, we're all in this, t- we are America, me and you, you liberal, rainbow hair, whatever, or... You know, you you Muslim or, or black or white or conservative, we're all one country. And if we can't if we can't you know figure that out, then yes, I think there will be secessions. I think America will break up, and that will be the that will be the, the in the history books that will be the fall of America. I think you know we're on a path right now that America could be in the in the you know the death throes of of the great you know America that you know the Roman you know the Roman Republic. You know, for th- uh, for hundreds, fifteen hundred years, fifteen hundred years, years it ruled. You know, before finally came crashing down. America came out had so much opportunity, and only two hundred fifty some, you know, two hundred something years later, it all comes crashing down because of, of divis- divisiveness. Not crashing down yet. I think we. I think if we continue on the current course in our lifetime, I think we could be very well. I crashing think. Down. I think it's going to overcorrect. I think even with the social media and media in general, I think it's like a brand new as far as like overload of information. I think it's going to overcorrect itself. Even right now, they're talking about like the Section 230 for social media. Who's going to filter what gets posted, all that stuff. I, I feel yeah. like there's going to be some sort of correction where people are going to realize like, yo, this, it's a doomsday if we're going to continue on this. And not necessarily that America is going to fall apart. I think a lot of this is happening is like overload of, of information and like information like chambers as far as like I only read what I believe because social media feeds me that, those views. So I think it's going to be more overcorrection or correction on that, where we're like, realize that not necessarily the government and America is horrible. I'm more of like, oh my gosh, we view all these things so differently. It's because of media. But then again, looking back, even through history, I think right now we're so like, we're panicking about the media and all that stuff because it has to do with our lives. And we forget what happened or, you know, not as informed of what happened before. But before, like, presidents shut down, like, news, uh, newspapers, and they, it was totally polarized, but it was newspapers, so you only put so much on uh, pieces of paper in writing, but it was also polarized, they were making fun of each other, they were picking on each other, and it was bad as well, but I think we're thinking, like, oh my gosh, this is the worst it's ever been because of the amount that we're getting. So I think it's going to be correction on the 
amount and the kind of information that we get. So to piggyback off what you're saying, this is my last plug for today for Dan, Tired of for, Trump for Dan Carlin. <laughs> this is my last plug. So Dan Carlin, he has a podcast besides Hardcore History. It's called Common Sense. And I've been listening to this guy for years, and never once has he struck me as a person who's radical one way or the other. But he had this episode he put out, and he made some comparisons that re- I-, I recommend you guys all go on Apple Podcast. Dan Carlin, co- it's called Common Sense. Just listen to a few of these episodes that he puts out. And his his understanding of this is very interesting because he looks at everything in a very historical point of view. He doesn't like think of, you know, this is the now. He looks at, okay, 2020 is just one year on a long timeline of starting yeah. from way back and also way into the future. And his comparison that he made right now is that we are living right now in the information revolution. The last time we had a revolution was the industrial revolution, you know, and then we had a different revolution before that. These big, revo- excuse me, these big revolutions in human and life and behavior that changed the world, and that's what happened with the industrial revolution. You know, when when the making of machinery and and engines and things that changed the world forever. The world would never be the same. It went from everything handmade to now you have factories and machines that can make these things and that that you know it it crashed empires and it brought up new empires it changed the whole world and his thing right now he said i think that ever since like television kind of started he's like we are living in the the information the information revolution that's what i mean that's kind of the you know little sticker that he slaps on it and his point is that if you go back and look through any of these other major revolutions in history um, right now, it's easy to say, like, okay, let's say, I mean, my whole lifespan is 26 years. I've been alive for 26 years. That seems like I've been through so much already, and there's still so much to go. But he's like, if you look at it, look at it in a historical context, the Industrial Revolution happened, I think, end of 1800s into the early 1900s. But that's like a, almost a 100-year uh, period time time period where the Industrial Revolution started, peaked, you know, and kind of finished and you know evolved into the next thing. And he's like, we're in the information revolution, and that maybe started 40 years ago. And he's like, we still might have another 60 years of this to go. Yeah. And he's and in that 100-year period, at the very beginning, it's very bad times because people either losing their, their livelihoods, they're losing their jobs, they're losing their income. There's turmoil everywhere. There's fights. People are divided. You know, whether, yes, the, you know, the machines are good, the factories are good, or no, it's bad. And the whole world goes through a, the whole world because these things, they reach the whole world very fast. Yeah. And the whole world goes through this period of turmoil where basically the whole world, world is flipped upside down. A guy who was rich before now you know, loses everything to some young guy who had nothing. And now he you know, has factories or this and that. And it, it's a revolution. That's really what it is. It, it changes everything. And he's like, that's what I think his, his thinking is that we are in the in- information revolution right now. And we are still kind of in the early stages Especially when social media came along, what maybe ten? When did MySpace come out? Like two thousand five? Yeah, even be, oh, and, and Twitter's only tortured. Like I don't check which Jamie? Twitter. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, no, and then that's what I'm what I'm saying is that I think it's gonna hopefully well, sooner than later correct itself. But that was his point. He said he said MySpace. during the during the industrial revolution, it could have gone two ways. The humanity could have just fell apart. But no, you know, humans were able to come together and realize that this innovation is for the better. And they were able to agree on it and move forward. A lot of people were not able to do so, and they fell behind. They were the victims of it. He's like, right now we're in the information revolution, especially with social media. And he's a, he, I mean, we as humans don't know how to fully understand the fact that if I tweet and I'm a you know, public figure and I have millions of followers, with a couple clicks on my phone, I could 
spread that idea to millions of people. And he's, we maybe just don't fully grasp the power of that and how either destructive or, or you know, or creative that can be. And he, th- I mean, his thing is, this thing, we're not done with it yet. This is going to keep evolving. Social media is going to keep evolving and changing. Maybe five years from now, there'll be some new platform, you know, or what, you need to start sharing your thoughts or, you know, whatever it is. But his point is that right now we're in the information revolution and whether it lasts another 10 years or another, you know, 100 years, by the end of this revolution, we're either going to come out as a species, as huma- humanity, either better or for worse. Yeah, and I think humans always evolved up. So I think even with this, I think after people will learn, uh, I think especially with the younger generation growing up and they're like realizing, it seems like more and more that how destructive the social media is, or let's say the overload of random information, where people will be okay with some sort of regulations to kind of for the betterment of the world. Maybe it's like some people will fight like, well, this is infringement on our freedom of speech or all those things. But at the end of the day, I think the majority will agree that moving forward with, with what we have now is not, we can't survive. And I think our like, natural instinct is to survive. Like we have to make it forward. Our kids are growing up. How, do, how can we make it better for our kids, for them to survive as well? Yeah. And it can move forward where some sort of agreement. And of course not, of course not everybody's going to be on board where there's going to be some sort of regulation, whatever, to information, age, revolution. We're kind of like, okay, information is good, but, you know, candy is nice, but you have too much of it, and it's not good for you. And same thing with information. Like, So there's going to be a way to figure out where, like, hey, how can we have access to information, but not in a way where it screws up the whole world. And I think that's what my hope is. And I think, in, in overall, humans always adapted to their environment, and they will adapt to the overload of polarizing information because of the natural instinct of like survival bias. And we're like, oh, this is dangerous. I need to pay attention because I need to survive. So I need more information so I know more. So I'm better fitted to survive. So I'm, a, I'm more optimistic on the side of we'll adapt to this overload of information. And we're like, man, that was a wild, wild west where people could say crazy stuff and the president could say crazy things and people want to kill each other because of somebody said something where we're like, yeah, we're glad that you know we experienced with that. That was wild. It wasn't good for us, so we figure figure out a way where we could still have all of those things, but in a maybe safe manner in a way. I don't know how it's gonna I, happen, but I, I think, think it you will. Hit, you hit the nail right on the head. I, but I think that's a very optimistic view. I think there definitely we need, there's gonna have to be some sort of changes in social media regulations, you know, and some things need to be blocked for the good of humanity. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. your 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 speech, your free speech, and your opinions might be suppressed a little bit. But for the betterment of the world, you know, to 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 you know to, to fix this dis- divisiveness and all that, but also the whole you know thing surviving, how you know humanity always just you know comes in right at the right time and makes the right decision. We've had uh, this is just you know I think we've had the nuclear bombs now for eighty years. I think that it is just by either pure luck or we've just had good leaders that we have managed to avoid a nuclear war so far. I think it's another thing, the survival instinct, where we're like, dude, if you press the bu- right. this button, but the whole world right, right, right. is doomed. But let's say, okay, the, the Cuban Missile Crisis back in 1950-something or 60, mm-hmm. that was the most, I think, I think everyone will agree <laughs> that that was the one point that the whole world was the most scared of everybody yeah. dying at the same time ever be- that has ever been in history. Mm-hmm. We got this new weapon, this new technology, and this crisis right now is at a, literally at the tipping point that if... If it goes wrong, we could be in all-out nuclear war with Russia, and we're in a nuclear winter for yeah. the next who knows how long. 
But Kennedy was in there, and Kennedy was able to basically walk it back. I think we're, appro- we're maybe not at that tipping point yet, but I think in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, we might get to that tipping point. And at, when, once you get to that tipping point, do you want a guy like Trump or Biden in office? Yeah, and that's going Trump, back. Because we're going to win. <laughs> we're going to die. Yeah. I know if you want to We're going to win bigly, too. <laughs> and if we don't, we'll just take you to wins, court. Mario. Roman, and if we don't win, we'll just take Stop you to court. Stop the deal, bro. Stop the count. <laughs> uh, Russia just nuked us, but we're going to take him to court. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's, and that's the whole idea. So like, even with Kennedy and Cuban uh, missile crisis... Like, at the end of the day, it came down to people realizing, even though it was a few people... It came down to one man. Yeah. The leader of the free world being able to walk it back. Yeah, and then even with... But then going back to the whole information, like, I think it's going to take a lot of wisdom to navigate of, like, our freedoms and our survival as far as, like, just polarization. But I think that it will get done. Where we're like, hey, we still have the social medias, we still have the access to information, but now we're just a lot healthier version of it. We can only post pictures of cats. Yeah, and then I'll say maybe put like political stuff or whatever, and then now it's gonna like, they're gonna, and I think especially with the younger generation growing up, they're gonna be a lot more aware of it. That's like, this is a freaking problem. We're like, we don't care about this and this, but this is a problem right now. If we don't fix this, yes, this freedom is also nice, but if we don't fix this, this is the most immediate that we need to fix now or else we're all doomed and we're not going to care about the other freedoms that we have. And I think it's going to come down to something like that because obviously no world has ever experienced something like this. We're legit, like the trial version of for all the technology stuff. And now they're going to try to like, okay, obviously this is not working. We're all going to freaking die. We need to f- fix this. It's crazy how we were born. I mean, all of us here, we were born like right at the beginning of this like internet information age. Like we got to experience like LimeWire and MySpace like four, yeah, dude, 40 years wire. from now, I, I, I'm, willing, here, I'm willing to bet that in like the next 20 years, there's going to be some fat documentary about LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be like, can you believe that back in the 2010s, they had this thing called LimeWire? Yeah, dude. And you could access whatever you want and download it. Yeah. It's going to be crazy to people, I think, in the future. But we lived through that. We we we, we did we illegally downloaded all that stuff. Dude, I had like over 600 little Wayne songs, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're so thug. Wow. <laughs> I get that, bro. Like, just came from Ukraine. That, that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just came fr- from Ukraine. <laughs> I think it'll be interesting in our lifetime, as these things evolve, we will be like the literally guinea the, pigs the gu- like the guinea pigs that will experience all of it because the people who were born before us, they will die before it kind of completes, you know, but our generation will kind of be able to see this thing through. I mean, at least until we die. Maybe this thing will continue after we die, but we'll be able to see the beginning, you know, the first 80 years of it or so. Sarah will experience the rest. We're going to live forever, bro. That's true. Elon yeah, Musk is going to say it out right now. Not now. If Trump gets reelected, then yeah. But if Trump doesn't get reelected, <laughs> we're screwed. <laughs> Scientists are figuring it out. We dude. just need to get Trump to get reelected again. That's all. We need Elon Musk to get the neural link done. That would be dope. So bro. we could all just be uploaded into a computer and live forever. What? Time. What are the implications of that? Like in a in like a heaven and hell type of thing. Like if your consciousness is like loaded into a computer, like does your is your soul stuck there, or does your soul move on, or? Okay, dude, that's deep. Well, let's <laughs> talk about <laughs> Trump and course, bro. <laughs> Ask Elon, bro. Tweet at That's him. a good tweet. Yeah, if him. he uploads a soul or no soul <laughs> into Neuralink. Uh, it's the premium membership to get <laughs> <Yeah>. your soul. <laughs> I'll tweet for, at for him. For that right tier. Now. Give me the, the wording. How should I word it? Tweet at him, bro. Elon, Neuralink, will it upload only my mind or my soul <laughs> as well? Something like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, what else is happening? Yeah, but with Trump, oh, it's going to be... We, we totally stuck... We're, it's Christmas time. It's, qu- <laughs> <laughs> it's quarantine. Yeah, we, we, you, Good old you Jolly. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. It's been a long time since I've I been know, on the podcast. I know. He was all pent up. <laughs> How many podcasts he had built up? <laughs> I know. Ready to come out. Yeah. He's like, good, freaking Trump. Yo, let me tell you. <laughs> No, you guys heard of Lauren? Awesome. You heard of her, you heard of Sam Harris? You heard of this? You heard Joe Rogan? Uh, yeah, Mario, we listen to those guys. <laughs> yeah, but if it wasn't, hey, I'm gonna listen me, to this Dan guy though. If it wasn't for me, you guys would all have Trump tattooed on your butts or something. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, dude. I'm like the I, the. I, I think we're all okay. I'm a fan of the thing <laughs> that I would. Yeah, because, same, yeah, Mario. I'm, I'm getting criticized for being like <laughs> anti-secret Democrat. I feel like I'm very like. <laughs> oh, okay, Roman, no, no. Hey, Roman, not you, bro. <laughs> you already got the tattoo, bro. <laughs> I'll say this. You're more optimistic about Trump than us. I, I, no, I don't think he's, I think he's, I think he's, you're more optimistic a, a than smart us. Guy. I think he's like moves ahead of the I media. I he's playing chess while we're playing checkers. Yes, basically, I do. Be, like anything he does, the media just jumps on okay, and like he freaking. Okay, the question: him, Like, did he yeah. lose the election? Uh, fair, let's say, fair, let's say, of course there was scams happening. I do votes. think he lost elections fairly. Yes. Okay, that's a big. That's a big. Like that's. I guess that's like a big statement to say for people. Let's say if we're assuming like, yo, Roman, it's like heck of no, pro I'm Trump. I, I also think I, I like how America has a system of checks and balances where a president can't just freaking go and do whatever the heck he wants because. There's Supreme Court. There's freaking justice. There, it's all kind of balanced together. Yeah, like the ju- same thing. Judges that he appointed in toss addition, the cases. Yeah. In addition to that. In addition to that. Damn. What the heck was I gonna say? Powerful. In addition stuff. to that, we have flips. Like four years, eight years. It'll be Republican next. And I think four, that's one of the, eight. It'll be Democrat. And like it flips. I think that's one of the things that makes America thing, great is the whole flipping because you try to adjust. To more middle where America is, because you know, let's say even for like Republicans, they know that there's elections in, in four years. So even for let's say for Biden now, he's going to become a president. Six months later, Kamala, <laughs> <laughs> and then Kamala has to worry about in a year she has to start her freaking campaign already for re-election, for two but re-elections. The, Fudge, Kamala can run two times now. So yeah, she's, but she can be a president for like. T- heck hey, you gave you give him six months. You give him that much credit. You think well, he already broke his leg. <laughs> Twelve years. <laughs> What's it called? Um, and the other thing, like, yeah, I would rather say I voted. I did vote for Trump. I would rather have him over Biden. But Biden won. I'm not like, dude, screw this guy. F this, blah, blah, blah. Because I understand, too, that Biden can't just go in and do whatever the heck he yeah. wants. Biden's not like going to kill our economy because there's a lot of other things that are involved in what happens with our economy, what happens with our systems, what happens with our country. So it's like, I'm not. I think, I think the most I'm not, damaging. I'm not, I don't have a Trump tattoo on my butt. <laughs> Do you even have That's the Donald to. Trump syndrome? This didn't even listen, dude. He went on his rant and then he went on his phone. Yeah, dude. I yeah, sure that, bro. I'm just reading up on CNN. Oh, oh my gosh. Dude. <laughs> That's what he's like. There. <laughs> no hope for him. <laughs> No, I no think the, I think the most damaging thing that Biden can do if he goes that route for like as far as like America as a whole, if they start expanding the court, because that kind of the checks and balances is out the, out the window. I don't now. think that'll happen. Yeah, I don't think like those because are like he, severe. It's easy to it, make those not, threats yeah. in the heat yeah. of battle, but once you actually you know once you're the king, you win. You un, you ever you clearly understand that doing this is irreparable and it will damage yeah. you down the line as well. Yeah. So that's what I'm, my thing is like. Unless, I think Biden for sure not going to go. I'm almost doubtful of Kamala. 
of her trying to adjust to like liberals and like try to like fulfill their wishes. And I, I don't think she will either because that's pretty much kind of like if I was to quote unquote kind of start losing hope, like fudge, this thing is messed up. Either they start expanding the courts because now there's no checks and balances. Because Republicans come in four years later and they're like, okay, we're adding 10 more judges. And then the Democrats add 10 more judges. Just like any other politician ever in the history of anything, when you're trying to win is the whole battle. Once you win, all those people that you use... Your next battle is to get reelected. All those lies you told, you don't have to do. Exactly. It's going to be four years of really kind of like Obama, bland. Nothing really happened. Yeah, but respect during this whole politics, respect to Ted Cruz, bro. He gained heck of freaking, like, brownie points from, like, Trumpsters, and he didn't really have to do anything. <laughs> he kind of pretended to fight well, for he Trump. he did do stuff. He stood up. He has a backbone. That's the thing with Cruz. It's not like the other freaking backbone, Republicans. backbone, like, like, what's his, the Florida guy that ran? Santos? Oh, Marco Bush. Rubio? Yeah, Rubio. Oh, bu- he folded, Rubio. like, a, like, back... Like I or, was rooting like for him. To, yeah, <laughs> I was rooting for him back in the elections when Trump was running... His first term, because I thought the guy was like a fake and a fraud. I thought it was a phony Republican, too. And, Who, and then Ted? Trump. Oh, and then when the they had their Ted. debates and Trump literally just walked all over these guys like they folded like what the heck did like stand up, like rebuttal him. Why are you guys like folding to him? And then he balanced. But I think that race. I think Ted like, did that specifically for political points, not because he believes Trump or like what I like about Ted is he speaks his mind. He doesn't like maybe for political Gain. He, he tells it how it is. Only, <laughs> I don't think it's only for political gain. I think he would have how, the same. How long has he been in politics? I think, hey, hey, hey! We've been, been same thing with been, Rubio. How long has he been in politics? Not as long as Ted. Ted's older. Okay. No, Ted actually hasn't been in politics that long. Yeah. Yeah. Pull, it up, pull it up, pull it up, young Janie. We've been talking about politics for a yeah, long we've time. Been talking for Our listeners are primarily like young women. They're gone, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> we have Yo. no listeners. We gotta and go back young, to the Louis bags. And, <laughs> lost them. And by young woman, he's referring to our wives because nobody else <laughs> listens. Our wives don't. Listen. <laughs> yes. let's, let's change it up. Let's, let's talk about Christmas lying. for a little bit. Quarantine, <laughs> quarantine Christmas. Oh, quarantine. yeah. But I want to keep going with this. I know, but we can talk about it after we hang up, dude. People yeah, don't... let's try talking about Christmas because like five minutes in, we'll switch <laughs> back. So we'll just, we'll pick it up where we <laughs> left off. Mega, Miami mega church pastor tells congregation not to take COVID vaccine. Oh, yeah, the vaccine. That's a new oh, thing. Oh, fudge, yo. My wife just said uh, they're getting a shipment of COVID vaccines in like a day or two. And they I think my hospital is expecting it by like the 21st. You know, freaking trucking companies are probably raking in the money Dang, right now, that's bro. True. They can build them whatever. Because the thing has to be kept at like a certain temperature. Super low temps, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, like American Airlines like redoing their planes <laughs> just for the vaccine, bro. <laughs> this guy said, what? There's money? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Rebuild the plane? Yeah. And the thing is, they're like, it's worth it. Negative like, 30 degrees? <laughs> hey, we can probably still put passengers in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real, we can sell them a heater. <laughs> That's so like they didn't have those systems in place. Yeah, but like, Ina said they they got, they're getting a shipment stuff. of vaccines and their workers are going to get it. But they're going to stagger the employees because they're not uh, <laughs> conspiracy theorists. Pay attention. They're going to stagger the employees getting the vaccines because they're not sure of the adverse I think uh, reactions. I think more likely is that getting the vaccine, there's a high likelihood that you'll have symptoms of COVID. Yeah, and if you have, yeah. you know, if you have a fevers and coughs, they don't want you showing up to work. But I don't want to say that to conspiracy theorists because that's explaining to <sighs> yeah. them. Yeah, Mario, let them have their yeah. What you say, man. Yeah, Ina explained it to me, but this I'm this is not. But I'm holding that out. <laughs> Ina told me that for America. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ina told me we're, that we're in the revolution right now, <laughs> yeah. Mario. Let us live. The, the information misinformation Ina. revolution. <laughs> 
This is an enlightened, educated podcast. I will not succumb to this pandering. To yeah, but Ina told me that. Yeah, because me, you know, people are gonna have flu-like symptoms, so you know, you might not show up to work for a couple of days. Yeah. She told me that, but I left that out because that doesn't make us conspiratorial. It doesn't get clicks. But <laughs> but yeah, get the clicks. But but what's not conspiratorial? I said, what if we are we we, we are what's wrong with America? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> But we're getting listens. <laughs> America's last words. Money talks. <laughs> yeah. But Roman, what country is it? Is it Great Britain that had to cancel their vaccines because there because a lot of people were getting uh, false HIV positive tests? Well, false. Apparently false. They're saying it's false positive. But I guess the idea is if you get a COVID vaccine and then you go get tested for HIV, you get tested positive for HIV. But they're saying it's a false positive. You don't really Australia have HIV. Australia cancels order for vaccine as trial stumbles three days ago. Yeah. So legit, they like started vaccinating their people. And they're like, never mind. Why? Australia cancels an order for 51 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine after trials run into trouble. Dang. Take that, conspiracy theorists. What? So my, my wife's about to get vaccinated. <laughs> so I don't know what to do, yo. <laughs> oh, Mario, are you going to get vaccinated? You're in the healthcare. Um, I, you know, I don't think that there's a real danger to this vaccine. And I, I, TBH. Uh, brainwashed by education, bro. E- even though I am in the medical field and I definitely know a lot more about that field than you guys, I would definitely say that I. You're saying you're a lot more brainwashed about it than we are. Whatever floats That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, brother. <laughs> no, I think, I think that there's no real downside to this. I think, I mean. You know, it, it's, it's hard to give an opinion on this because I think like a vaccine, like any other vaccine, I think generally it's for the good. Obviously, there will be side effects to people who <laughs> have reactions. Um, but to caveat off of that, I think that... Back to Trump. It's partially... Okay, I think I think if you had COVID, which a lot of people have had, I think it's kind of pointless because you already your body has already... You know, the chances are that your body already has antibodies, your T-cells and your B-cells... They, they already have the memory of this virus, so if you ever were to get reinfected with it, your body would be able to mount a proper you know a proper response to it and take care of it, just like we have with the flu. But it's going to mutate with chickenpox or whatever. Um, I think if I think if you're really scared of the virus and you don't you haven't had it and you don't want to get it, I think sure give the vaccination a try. Um, it's ninety percent effective or so. Not the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know the government like I know. <laughs> For everybody listening, Roman is like two inches away from my face, breathing on me. It's kind of weird. We have a camera, so you, you're lying. Everyone knows you're lying. I guess for me, with the vaccines, it's the whole thing, the idea of overload of information, of any kind of information. Because the freaking vaccines that we got poked with in a, back in the Soviet Union, if you do the studies and research on those, I'm pretty sure the bar of what quality was... Not very high, and we got those things poked into us. Especially, I remember coming to America, and we had a little uh, passport thing where they just sign in, date, <laughs> and poke you with a whole bunch of different stuff. And nobody did no research on that stuff. We're all well and alive, and we're fine. And there are gonna be bad reactions to those. If you vaccinate fifty million people, there's gonna be a thousand people that are gonna have like weird reactions to it. Same way as you give a freaking Tylenol to ten million people, there are gonna be some people that have allergic reactions or bad reactions to. Tylenol, but we're not going to, you know, get rid of Tylenol. So I think same thing with vaccines, what I'm looking forward to. 
not looking forward to, but I'm expecting is as soon as millions of people are going to be started vaccinated, there's going to be some few or, you know, whatever, very, very tiny percentage of people are going to have weird reactions to it. I was going to say some funny And stuff. it's going to be all over headlines. Look what vaccine is doing. Even though the same reaction could happen with pill Tylenol. Of Can we roast each other on this podcast? Sure. No. No, because <laughs> you're looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, but only like third degree burns, not like yeah, first degree like, burns. Like I was going to say, um, like, a light, like a toasted. Not we roasted. got all these vaccines in the Soviet Union, and we're fine. I only grew to five eight. I'm losing my hair, but, but I'm fine. I'm not as smart as some of my peers, but I'm fine. <laughs> and everybody knows no you're not fine. <laughs> <laughs> no symptoms, dude. Wife thinks you're a retard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I ain't taking it. <laughs> no. That's messed yeah, up. Too much, bro. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that was what a, did I miss? That was beyond toast. Oh. That was yeah, <laughs> that's, that was what the flip, bro. There's <laughs> some scorch marks. <laughs> no, that was easy. No, but yeah, my thing is, hey, what's, but, our, what's our time right now? But it's gonna be oh, a lot of headlines. <laughs> a minute, probably two uh, hours. An hour and twenty-eight minutes. Oh, we can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should wrap it up. But no, my thing is, there's gonna be headlines. We can end on something positive. The vaccine is positive. Ah, for, depends for <laughs> who. I mean, for, for me, the fun part is talking to like Trumpsters, and when I refer to Trumpsters, I think it's like the I think Trump is a savior type of mentalities. Uh, is the whole vaccine is a scam, and then Trump promoting it and like tweeting about it. <laughs> so I said screenshots of that. It's like, yo, what's Trump doing? Bro, uh, he said it's not required. It's only for people that want it. He's trying to please Democrats. It's like, it's like I'm that, like, oh, you're saying Trump's trying to please Democrats? It's like Since that when? meme. The meme where there's a guy sweating and there's two buttons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Vaccine hey, bad, vaccine hey, good. <laughs> hey, Roman, we're back to Trump. I was thinking that. <laughs> Dude, how, long, how long is Trump going to run our lives, bro? He's not. He lost the election and he still runs. Forever. He's starting his bro. own news network. I th- yeah. Until I think, he I think dies, bro. And Trump. Junior twenty, uh, Don uh, Junior twenty twenty four. No, dude, there's that no guy, way. No, I think until January twentieth, he still has like you know. There's still a ch- you know. You saying there's still a chance? But I think after January twentieth, he's not gonna be relevant. He can like you know flop. His he will l- still. He will be forever yeah, relevant. He'll be until relevant. He dies. Yeah, he'll be relevant. I guess this is the word. I'm trying. He's he's gonna be relevant, just but he's like, not gonna be as influential. Just like Clinton is, you know, former President Clinton is still relevant. But it's for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> hey, yo, what if he hecka switches up and is like buddy buddy with everyone? Afterwards? Yeah, watch him get a he fat, will be. Fat, like, fat contract at he CNN will be. on January 21st. Bro, he will what? be. He will hey. be. Money talks. Dude. I, what? Okay, we should What if he's going to have like a vendetta or like a vengeance? No, he won't. Let's end on something positive. Like, Trump. L- Lion Ted is his boy <laughs> right now, bro. <laughs> the things he called his wife. You see the Como? Como is a, like on the CNN is fake. But you see he what said he blasted? He's beautiful Ted now. <laughs> beautiful Ted. <laughs> we see Como, the, uh, how he roasted Ted. Ted was defending Trump. And he's like, are you talking about the Trump that called your wife ugly and called you a little lying Ted? Are you talking about that Trump? And I thought it was a pretty heavy burn. Love well, Ted? Yeah. Hey, do you guys think we're going to get snow this talks. year? Yes. I'm freaking crossing my fingers. No. It's freaking cold. What do you mean? Why would we not it's get snow? Global, global warming? warming? You guys are dummies. No snow. No, bro. Global warming, warming is a myth, bro. Green New Deal, Ooh, global warming. Global warming and global warming. Can I say something that about the vaccine <laughs> first? Dude, we sure. already... Sure. Can my opinion on the vaccine... Sure, go ahead. If it's a good one. <laughs> it's a very good one. Uh, it might be, be kind of harsh. Be, I think it's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I have a feeling this is gonna be a little controversial. I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're gonna have. I feel like we're gonna have something to say about it. <laughs> it's nothing crazy. Let it rip. I just. Huh? That's not like a opinion. I, I mean, I personally won't take it early-ish. I don't want to, but I'm I'm all for like getting it, getting the covids right now and just passing it and just survival of the fittest, bro. Like. <laughs> No, I saw, I saw, I think so you will take some, the vaccine. We lose some, we lose some. We. I saw like one comedian, on. t- comedian tweeted today. He said, "I'm gonna get COVID for the content." <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did in the beginning. Bro. Someone, I was like, I thought it's pretty creative. Like, imagine going get in your poster, like, "Yo, cloud chasers." That's yeah, what they did. Yeah, so I think there's gonna be a lot of those people. That's like, how you know if if this was really a serious, a big of a scary virus, there wouldn't be memes about it. You know? <laughs> people would be like scared to death about it, not like. Hey, I got COVID nineteen from my neighbor. <laughs> Watch me on this live feed for the next twenty four hours. As see I how die. it goes. <laughs> no, so I well, think it'll you guys, I, I watched a video of a. Uh, oh, you guys probably heard about this in Mossy Rock. How the there's a city in Washington. It's down south, Mossy Rock. Mm-hmm. The mayor of the city decided not to like uphold Inslee's stuff about the restaurants yeah. and stuff. And they did a. There's a whole interview from some guy that's asking him questions. He's talking about like all the other repercussions, like things that involve people staying at home, the stay-at-home orders, the suicide rates go up, people like depressed, alcohol is up, and like no one's studying this, no one's looking into this, holding the stats. They're just recording them positives, negatives of COVID and the death rate of COVID, but no one's literally recording like death rates of suicide, death rates or like alcoholism going up, all this crap, like obesity, all this like relationships, divorces and all this stuff, which is pretty crazy I think here's my picture on this. I think 10 years from now, we're going to, because we still, I mean, we we know some things about this virus, but there's still a lot that we don't know. So I think my prediction is 10 years from now, we're going to look back at it and look at it as kind of like the swine flu. We're like, oh my gosh, it was scary initially. We, it's, I think it's way bigger than we, this one. Well, okay. Well, I think looking back 10 years from now, we're going to realize either how dangerous or how not dangerous it was. We're going to, re- you know, and we're going to be like, man, you know, we did, we took all the wrong actions or we took all the right actions, whatever it was. And then we'll have time to actually do the research and do the, stu- you know, the studies on, you know. We have a hindsight 2020. So, so, yeah. Oh yeah. Hindsight 20, literally hindsight 2020, except oh, it'll be in 2030. That's powerful, bro. <laughs> But I think you know, and they'll actually do the you know do the do the facts and the research. You know, suicides went up by twenty percent. You know, alcohol consumption or you know drug use overdoses all went up by this much. Way up. And I think in hindsight, we're gonna all <laughs> look Nothing back at it and kind of laugh at it, and we'll be like, "Yo, we freaked out this hard over a virus that has like a point zero something fatality." You know, I guess not that low, but the fatality rate is so low. But we went to such extreme measures to you know to stop this, and I think it all stems from. Are you saying the cure was worse than the disease? The I Democrats think went so. to extreme measures. I think so. You. But, but this goes back to what I said earlier, that COVID <coughs> couldn't have come at a worse time in yeah. history, that like the most controversial election in the past 200 I think if COVID years. doesn't come, Trump sweeps the elections. Do you guys Probably. remember when... Uh, but let's say COVID came during Obama years. Obama would have been screwed. No, I think I think this. If it was on, he would handle it politically correct. If it was on, even if it's still same side effects and everything. If it was on, he would be politically correct about it, and people would all no, no, come no. out like you know. Well, it had to happen. If COVID happened on year one of Obama's second term, they wouldn't even been counting all this stuff. They'd just be, oh, you know, COVID. Yeah, you know, oh, it would have been way less of a big deal. It wouldn't be taking all the main time of all so the. So to get rid of the media. 
Well, of, of course. The media is absolutely toxic. What do you mean? Swine flu basically happened year one of his first term. Do you remember anything about swine no, flu? No, bro. That's his point. Exactly. Yeah. If He's COVID happened during Obama's term, it gets swept <laughs> under the rug. But yeah. I. I but everybody, so. but everybody will remember COVID. I don't think I don't. Or if Hil- let's say Hillary won in 2016, and COVID happened. So you think if COVID happened 2021, no one would care about it? Well, it depends who's president. Well, I'm saying Trump wins. If Trump is still president and COVID happens, maybe less of a deal because you know it's it, already the, the next election yeah, is four years away, yeah. so it's not worth all the effort for such a you know low Dang. payout. I think it just, so. Was all of this? It came at the perfect. Did time. all of this happen to make sure Trump didn't get reelected? No, I don't think it all. Ha- I think. The opportunity came, and as any good politician knows, never waste a good crisis. I think this popped up at the right time, election year. This is our chance to really hammer him and try to weaken him. Because I feel like coming into 20, at the end of 2019, when you didn't, nobody even knew what COVID was, and there was some pneumonia going on in China, I think at that point, I think everybody had a pretty good confidence that Trump was going to get reelected. Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of fell into their lap. And they're like, yo, we got to do what... I mean, this is just my opinion. There's no facts to back this up, obviously, with a lot of these things. But I think it fell into people's laps. And they're like, yo, we got we to gotta ramp this up. Don't waste a good crisis. And there you go. Now you we guys, get to celebrate Christmas together. Do you guys, Quarantined. Do you guys remember when... Um, no, we can't. Five people oh, yeah. gathering. And there's only four of us Washington. here. Yeah, this is actually illegal. <laughs> no, it's legal. There's only four. Put, put uh, Sarah outside. <laughs> well, Sarah Sarah's, counts as like Sarah's not even one. Or Sarah counts as like one fifth. Yeah, say, and speaking, speaking of like regulations and Como, oh, I was talking, dude. Sorry. <coughs> uh, do you guys remember when some of the crazy, uh, not crazy, some of our Republican friends thought COVID was uh, fabricated by the government? That it's going to stop by, after elections by our government. I think people still believe that it was. Oh. What do you mean? <laughs> Talk about, are you talking about the Kung Flu? <laughs> how do they... In, this guy they literally came overseas? out, bro. <laughs> this guy is the leader of the world. He come out and he said, the Kung Flu <laughs> from China. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> no, but speaking of like crazy uh, Como, bro, did you see the the breaking news today? What? The sexual harassment. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Hongro came out, verified on Twitter. She's like running for some sort of position, conveniently, but she did work for him for several years. Which one? A governor or CNN? Something, some, uh, I don't know. You say governor. Cuomo governor. or Como? Yeah, governor. governor. Oh, so governor. Yeah. Cuomo. Cuomo. The not, governor. Not, not Como for <laughs> So saying she was sexually harassed by him for years. Dang. And she's like, people have for witnessed years. that and all that stuff. So uh, I wonder if so anything's going to happen to that. They have to protect their jobs, bro. Did you watch the new movie about... Not movie. It's not new. About <laughs> Bombshell? The Bombshell by Kelly... What's her name? Kelly... Or no, Kelly... The Republican reporter. Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Oh, uh, the movie thing? The Bombshell, yeah. It's actually reporting it pretty well. On, like, yeah? And she said it's actually pretty accurate. I need to uh, check it out. On I haven't seen that one, but the one thing I'll say about that, I mean, absolutely support for people who are like victims of, of, of all sorts of abuses. But I remember watching the Epstein documentary, and they're interviewing this girl. And she was like, uh, he invited me over to give him a massage. Um, so I did it. And then he offered me, he gave me money. And then he called me again. And then for three years, I did this. Um, and, it was, and then uh, he invited me to an island, his private island. So I went, and he was giving me money this whole time. Um, and then I invited my sister to come. 
she also gave him massages, uh, among other things, uh, and got paid for it. Um, and I can't believe he abused me that way. It's like, lady, you came back every time for the paycheck. Nobody held a gun to your head and said, do this. And you brought your sister into the mess. I thought they, thre- they threatened them, though. There was no threats. I don't know. I, with the whole Epstein thing, it was like a big blow up, but like I never really like looked into it as much because I it felt like, like... It was like the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It was like, you know, the implication is that you might get, you know, but mm-hmm. there's never any threats or anything as far as I know. And it was just like, this, this talks, girl did dude. this for years and shit. Okay, if I, I feel like to try to put my, myself into that, into this, you know, into the situation. If I was doing this and I was like, yo, this is so sketchy, I feel not safe, I'm being abused. I'm going to bring my sister... To this private island. Why? So she can be a witness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't th- want to laugh I, at this. I think even <laughs> even with Epstein and all that stuff, I think even with like comes to even politics, even with us debating about Trump, I think. Oh God! Here we go. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even with Epstein, because he was like a high enough up there, and I feel like at the end of the day, we know so little what happens behind the scenes. That's true. That even with the documentaries. At the end of the day, this homie got Vanity Fair articles to be pulled and all those stuff. So even with documentaries and all that stuff, so at the end of the day, we, we hear what they want us to hear. Yeah. And Dang. I'm like, so Dang. even with Epstein and all those, with all these guys, I'm like, bro, we only see a small chunk of it. We're They're going to make their sheep. moves. We're such sheep. Not <laughs> me, because I know. Because <laughs> he knows that he yeah, doesn't know. <laughs> I know I don't know. So that you know, makes me a smart sheep. But no... But I think r- wrapping it up on a more not positive note, but not sh- shout out to I think one of the no I think you can say the most influential and the most respected gray leader in the Pacific Northwest, Piotr Sayenko passed away. Okay. Oh, I think that's I think he had you know if any but you know maybe some fruits, but in general, homie had like a hundred percent positive. Feedback and respect from the community, mm-hmm. just like his wisdom, wisdom, his kindness, his smile. Yeah, when I think of him, I'm thinking just like a wise, super like smiley, positive guy. And homie never beefed with anybody or like as far as you know, some public drama, removing people, you know, all that stuff. Getting stabbed in the back. Yeah, but even that, well, that was, was crazy. Yeah, dude, like that was like more like a, but that was like you know heroic moment. Like, no, and for the people who don't know, he literally, got, <laughs> literally got stabbed in the back. Yeah, wh- like I think knife. Was crazy, what was happening with that? Because he told a guy to divorce, or like told a girl to leave a guy. Is that what happened? I don't, know. I don't think, I think it's that's anybody's business. Guy. But it was, well, yeah. it was it was public. It was like on the news because pretty much it was like some sort of family counseling happening, and the homie wasn't happy, so he just ran into his office. The homie was unhinged. on the day off. He was unhinged. Yeah, unhinged. Homie ran into his office and cocaine's a hell of a drug. Stepped stabbed him with a knife in the back, but but no doubt. But like homie was like a local. Like, I think, spiritual he's a, he's hero. A, he was a legend. He's a giant, and he has passed away this week. And uh, It's a big deal. Moment of silence for the for the great man. It's crazy, because this homies, when they like he came... I said moment of silence. It's kind of hard with Vasi on my... <laughs> no, I didn't Let's know. be honest. How long are we doing? <laughs> a moment, please, if you can. Longest 10 seconds of Vasa's life. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great man. Imagine when they did like a minute of silence at school for Vasa. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. It's the hardest minute of my life. Struggling. <laughs> Struggling. <laughs> 
comes principal abolishes no silent moments no more do you, do you guys all wear your masks when you go out yeah we have to now dude but i you, started not i started accepting but, you so not to get frustrated but you know how the bible says like be a cheerful giver are you like a cheerful mask <laughs> No, I, I accepted still, to being a cheerful, and it, I used to power like super hard, and Yo, I was like embarrassing, you know, walking understand, in. I don't understand why people trip so bad about it, but like you don't smell other people's nasty whatever. It's you nice, I do. Their breath. It's, I, it's I never really got cl- that close with people. Like I never had breath like issues with other people's breath. I guess in a store or just stinky people in general. You know, I do. Whatever. I do appreciate it going to like, when specifically like when I'm lumber stores or something, and go to the restroom. And oh, you, yeah. you have the mask and like, save, don't smell. <laughs> you don't care. You're just <laughs> chilling. Dude. You can sniff as hard as That's you want. Nice. And you just yeah, don't. I kind of just like psychologically prepared myself. And I'm like, hey, I'm just going to go in, get whatever I need, and walk out and like not give much thought to the mask. Because, yeah, I would get super like. <laughs> I wear a mask when I sleep. What? <laughs> well, we know. You're Ins- liberal. Yeah, Inslee would be proud of you. <laughs> It's funny because like the King County Health Department, that's, that's, they have Instagram. That's, that's when the COVID gets you when you're sleeping. <laughs> King County Health Department, they have like a Instagram page. After 10 And they do like post like how to have like safe sex with your spouse and stuff and like not to do heavy breathing and stuff like that. Legit, they have like... Hold your breath. <laughs> legit, they have like posts on like safe sex with your spouse not to affect each other with COVID. And I'm like, they were, they were nice. I think I saw some memes about that and it was like... Try not to face each other. <laughs> okay, this is a Christian podcast, Mario. But yeah, so... D- the Washington Department of Health. Any shout-outs? Shout any positive... Uh, a shout-out to Amazon for this whole quarantine for just delivering stuff. <laughs> I think... So like, Amazon, like, they're drivers. I mean, if... Uh, On track, bro. So they're saying Bogdan Momotuk, bro. That's true, because they sub most of that stuff. Yeah, Bogdan Deliveries. When it comes two days late and damaged... Bogdan Deliveries, bro, is coming through clutch every time. Oh, hold on. Bogdan Deliveries sh- or? Transfire. There's tra- well, Transfire doesn't do a lot on Amazon. What? <laughs> <laughs> so what's the other company? Bogdan's? Local, local company. USPS? Delivery Force? Delivery Force? That's also Bogdan's, I think. Delivery Force is also Bogdan's. But yeah, no. Are you thinking about Transfire? Uh, yeah, that's Transfire. Oh. Uh, no, yeah, he doesn't do a lot of Amazon. He does more like company to company, kind of like business to business delivery type of deal. Hey, what about Candor Coffee? We gotta give him a shout out. Oh, fuck yeah, you! Yeah. Every time we should we should have done that at the beginning because right now Cause we hey, they might actually sponsor us eventually. They Probably. might they might be our first. Sponsor. <laughs> you think they believe in us that much? <laughs> I don't know. Doubt. <laughs> do a live show at the coffee shop. Fuck. What? Ooh, next. Can Dang. we do that? Uh, does That's it, crazy. Everybody on board. Next recording is like. A well, once coffee. it's safe, okay. once Inzli lets us go. What do you mean? Did yeah. you see the freaking? Well, no, leave, leave no, leave no, no, we did not see it. I said hey, he was on social media. We'll record after the quarantine, but we'll release it next week. Okay. <laughs> no, Living Hope did like a youth gathering there, and then I'm driving up, but that's gonna be more, more like low key. And you know when you drive from Mount 67, like by the hospital, and. It's all windows. <laughs> and legit from like two stoplights away, you see it's a coffee shop packed with people. <laughs> just people living. Dude, people living. But, you know, it, w- it was a good time. But, dude, live recording at Candor Coffee next next time. One of these times. Maybe not next time. Yeah. ever going to happen. Why? Dang, dude. It's a trumper, bro. Unless we do it right now. Unless Dan allows us to do it right now when there's no one in. People just walking in and out. Yeah, why would he not allow us to do it there? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm confused why you're trying. Why How you would think that work there? Where would be heck allowed? No, there's nobody there but us. Yeah, if we're just talking at the table. We can come in on like a like a Monday at like no. 6 a.m. Yeah, people are walking in there we're like just to grab a coffee. Loud. So then we walk in like we're just sitting at the table talking, and so, and it's a lo- it's a big coffee shop like this. Yeah. Like what the whole. But Vice will bring his stands it. next time. Yeah, th- let's do it. Actually, or you don't like the stands. Yeah, so yeah, we're figuring right, out. Sign out cool. Hey, did you guys notice that like sign us out? Oh, this month, like I think we're at two ne- hours. <laughs> Netflix, Hulu, all the like all the streaming services, they all bumped the prices. Yeah, up. I did not notice. Just PSA <laughs> for everybody. Check your statements. That's why they have you on out of paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, Netflix is up to nineteen a month almost. What the heck? I thought yeah, it's like eight ninety nine. No, they increased it to I nineteen it's a month. Eight ninety nine. Yeah, you're lying. And Disney's uh, increasing theirs by a dollar. Yeah. And what they do is just every year one dollar. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, whatever. But you have like. Flipping 200 million people. It's like, that's 200 million extra dollars every month. (laughs) Hey, investors, we got great profits this quarter. (laughs) It's the simplest business strategy. (laughs) Raise the price. Shout out to Andrew. I also saw a a chart where it was like, um, basically, Netflix was slowly going down and Disney Plus was like slowly going up in like subscribers or something like that. But quarantine's interesting. I feel like Netflix is getting kind of tired out because they're dropping a lot of the other stuff and only trying to promote the things that Netflix produces right? because they can't afford to keep like the office and friends and all these, they can't afford to keep that, you know, indefinitely they have to make their own content. And I feel like that's going to be slowly, unless they start making really good content. I feel like that's slowly the downfall of Netflix. You know, this content slowly gets worse and worse because they'll make a lot of good shows. And like there's this one show is Marco Polo, like a historical show Mm -hmm. about like Genghis Khan and all this stuff. Really, really good show. Two seasons in, right when the plot is like the most yeah. interesting, they just cancel it. And it's like, oh. It's tough. Yeah. I watched it. That's Disney just awesome. banks on no, the stuff that so they've been making for 100 years. Fact check. Netflix raising price of most popular plan to $14. Premium tier increases oh, to 18 What's premium? But basic plan like will remain at or whatever? $9 oh. a month. Like the basic, you could probably only have like one or two. Like one. One? Just I one? believe it's one. Dang, so and pay- it's standard. So I'm paying 18 now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, so my person's paying that much? <laughs> He's in my person? <laughs> I've been logged in there for a while. <laughs> hey, bro. Here's, here's 10 bucks on cash. Yeah. Out. Hey, my bad. I didn't know, yo. My but yeah, no, let's wrap it up. My wife was trying to watch The Bachelorette a couple days ago. And then she was trying to, like, get into Hulu. And the whole thing it kept popping up. Like, it wouldn't let her do anything. It's like, do you want to resubscribe? Do you want to resubscribe? She's like, what is this? What's going on? And I was like, oh, they're raising their prices. Got to consent before they uh, raise the prices. Sh- hey, shout out Sarah, bro. A little trooper. Yeah, I know. Mike Ina keeps texting me to come home because her <laughs> sleeping schedule's way up. No, why so? It's cool, bro. Let's keep going. People love to hear what I'm you say. I'm surprised it's not off yet or it's already off. Every time I babysit, it's off. That's what I'm saying. Like, because like, <laughs> if it wasn't off when you babysit, I'd be Cause very Because I babysit two days a week until January, so whenever I babysit, Sarah goes by my schedule. So Heck yeah, dude. she rolls with wherever you I gotta go. I, she rolls with wherever I go, and she sleeps on a go. Yeah, Shout out to everybody. Merry Christmas, Happy make Holidays. You, make use of her time. Uh, yeah. Spend time next time. Spend time with your loved ones. If Ooh. you don't hear from us until after the New Year. Um, remember it that will. there's yeah, dude. We're, we're gonna have a Christmas. Episode. We're consistent with this stuff. There's more that unites us than divides us. Okay, see, so such a liberal. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap it up, bro. You. <laughs>